so before we get started, spoiler warning. Oh. The rest of this, well, not the rest, but a good portion of this will be dedicated to the series finale of Breaking Bad and Breaking Bad as a whole. If you have not seen it, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> so go see it, and then come back and listen to this, because we will talk about everything. We don't give a what. Our, our general spoiler practices are out the window for this out episode. Out the window. Yeah. So with that said, hello and welcome to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. My name is Eric. My name is Kathleen. It's episode 12. 12! And we're a year old today. Aww. In fact, one year ago from tomorrow, or, yeah, wait, what? Is that what I mean? <laughs> a year ago, tomorrow, on the 6th. Is the first time that we ever recorded. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Happy birthday to us. (laughs) (laughs) We can now sit up and beg for our babas. I would have brought cake. Still time. This is true. (laughs) We we take like 16 bricks. We can bake a cake. Yeah. Technically. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> that seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it does. Fuck so, that. You know, just on uh, one of the smoke breaks, go and uh, go to Dots across the street and get a cake. Yeah. I think they have Halloween cakes. That seems appropriate. Ooh. Yeah. Speaking of Dots, can I say something real quick? Sure. I uh, went there yeah, last night to, to buy some supplies, and uh, as one does at a grocery store. And uh, there was a woman in front of me buying a, a gallon of milk. Uh, actual, real, processed, pasteurized milk. Not hippie black market milk. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, she saw a guy walk in the door that she knew, and she was just like, hey! And just typical white trash, tattooed redneck you know, lady and guy. And uh, so like, they're yelling at each other from across the store. And then he comes into the line behind me, and they are having a conversation across from me about how they both recently got released from prison. Ah. Uh, I wondered uh, where you were. Yeah. Yeah. I was at my local grocery store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he uh, just got out of prison five days ago and is currently working at Party Time Supplies putting up tents. Wow. Wow. He just got out for nine months of uh, probation violations. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I live, people. Prison, not jail? Prison. I mean, I think you go to prison if it's more than like a month, isn't it? No, not oh, always. Okay, I thought it was. No. Yeah. But he just said he got out. Okay. And he had the tattoos. Regardless. And obviously a repeat offender. True. So, you know, yeah. I'm just guessing prison. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was in lockup. How's that? <laughs> He was in the pokey. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Kathleen. Happy birthday, Eric. So, uh, we're going to celebrate with our first ever guest. Wow. Yeah. It took us a whole year. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, we do do this only once a month. This is true. Yeah. Um, but also, for the majority of that time, he would work on Saturdays when we do this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now he does not work at all. Nope. 
Kind of. Yeah. No. But he is kind of a side character on the show. A little bit, a little he bit. He's mentioned in almost every episode. Yeah. Probably multiple times. I would say yes. Often referred to as our boyfriend. Or what's his name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> he is the co-host of my other podcast, Gutter Trash, the other and the original, and the one that we do 17 times a month. <laughs> Jason Young is here. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Happy, happy birthday. I'm your present. <laughs> yes, Aww. you are. Let's unwrap. <laughs> yes. And by that, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh... He well, has to jump out of a cake first. <laughs> and then we skin him. Yeah, then we skin him. <laughs> Just like in Under Siege. <laughs> you, sir, are no Eric Alamaniac. <laughs> but you're no Steven Seagal. You're not even his ponytail. No. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> but yeah, Kathleen is a Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah she, especially yeah. in that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he's all rock star. I'm, like, completely okay with being the Tommy Lee Jones of this particular circle of friends. As long as, uh, is Eric the Gary Busey? <laughs> in drag, no less. Was he? Wow. Yeah. I do not remember that. Nor he, was, do I. he was Commander Krill. And for the birthday party, he showed up in a, in a dress and a wig and, and danced. And then that was before the cake. So I've seen that movie a lot. <laughs> I'm proud to be Gary Busey in drag. <laughs> Any Busey in drag is fun. Yeah. yeah. But that's probably the Wasn't he in drag in uh, the G-Men from Hell at one point? See, I can't even remember he was in that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that is. That is the very first movie we watched for Gunner Trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is an adaptation of a Mike Allred comic. Wow. Uh, starring... Uh, William Forsythe. William Forsythe. Uh, <laughs> uh, Donovan Tate. <laughs> what? Uh, Space Camp. Um, um, is that Galligan? Is he in that? The, the guy from... Uh, no, uh, Gremlins? Gremlins? Yeah. I can't remember. See, it's uh, times Bobcat like... Goldthwait. It's times like these when I think you guys are, like, improv and trolling <laughs> me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will show you the DVD on your way out. <laughs> Even <laughs> let you borrow it if you want. Probably not. No. It's quirky. Yeah. It's about FBI agents who go to hell and then they come back to life and decide that they need to do good deeds. Huh. And uh, Gary Busey is a, uh, a leather queen. <laughs> I couldn't even remember Busey being that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bobcat Goldthwait is a robot. And uh, who's the Spanish guy? Uh, Hispanic guy. Mexican. Uh, Fidel Castro. No. Antonio the, Banderas. No. Cheech Marin. No. Of that George ilk. Lopez. No. Of that ilk. Uh, comedian. 80s. Horatio uh, Sen. No. <laughs> 80s. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, mm. All right. You got me. I want, I want to say, I keep wanting to say Robert Rodriguez, but I know that that is not correct. No. Oh, uh, it is Rodri- Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez. Yes, he is yes. also. Huh. Wow. It's an interesting movie. It's worth watching. All right. Mike Allred shows up in it for like the last yeah. second. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Everybody should see everything based on comics. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> There was a period of about three weeks where Jason and I were going through every 
comic-related movie and trying to figure out which ones we have or have not seen. Uh-huh. I feel like there's a majority that I haven't seen, which right. surprised There's a me. lot that I haven't seen. And there was a lot more that I had seen that maybe I didn't think I had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's a few that still, I don't want to. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some oh, yeah. that I never want to see as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Because I know that someday, eventually, it's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know how it's like... It's like when I watched the Fantastic Four movies. I'm not entirely... I didn't seek them out. Right. But it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> the same with Constantine. I, didn't, I never wanted to see that movie. I was actively boycotting that movie. Mm. But it just happened. It's your circle of friends, probably. No, I wasn't with anyone. Mm. <laughs> well, no, that's what I mean. Also, I have no friends. <laughs> that's what I mean. If you're all alone, you end up turning to the dark depths of comic book films. That's true. <laughs> I've seen portions of one of the Fantastic Four movies just because... For a while, they're like FX was doing superhero marathons That's, right before releases. That the theatrical. is where I saw yeah. the Fantastic Four movies, and I saw part yeah. of it, and it was like you know me. I don't often say a movie is terrible, but that was not like it wasn't even fun. I, found, I didn't think it was fun. I found a little bit of enjoyment out of the first one. And the second one. The second one was awful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't even truthfully, I don't even know which one it was that I watched. It was the Silver Surfer. Was okay, there... I watched the first five minutes of the second one, okay. and I was like, oh no. <laughs> so you did not get to see Galactus as a dust cloud. <laughs> <laughs> a talking dust cloud. No, he doesn't talk. Does he not? No, he oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they should, like, do a Galactus movie, but have somebody like Paul Schaefer do his voice. Like the, Paul Schaefer? The... The Let band leader on oh, there. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I just watched the uh, How I Met Your Mother where he was on uh, uh, last night. Galactus was on? No. Oh, oh, oh was yeah. Robin Sparkles 4. Yes. Yeah. You know, Doogie, uh, our friend Doogie, who we have mentioned many times on Gutter Trash, I don't know if he comes up on here. Um, Not too yeah. often. <laughs> sometimes. A little bit. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, He's a character. He's forever been talking about how he wants to write a Galactus screenplay. He wants Ridley Scott to direct it. And he wants Mouth of the Architect to score the movie. <laughs> That's pretty much fucking brilliant. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 And, like, and like, I swear, like he was over a couple nights ago and he was talking about it. And I was like, have you ever read The Last Galactus Story? by John Byrne. It was an epic magazine serialized, and he was like, no. And it's like, I dug him out, and yeah. he sat there and read them all I'd, while I drew pictures. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was like, wow, yeah, I gotta, <laughs> write, I gotta write my screenplay. That didn't he does. Finish, though, did uh, I don't think so, because Epic ended, like, in yeah. early, early 86, and I think it was still going. I had, because uh, I recently read John Byrne talking about how he was originally going to end it. And then uh, he said that Marvel had contacted him when they were doing the, uh, you know, the end series. Oh, yeah. Where, like, they were, and, like, how would this creator end these books, you know? And they talked to him about Fantastic Four the end, and so he started, like, cannibalizing his last Galactus story as part of Fantastic Four the end. Huh. Uh, and so he described how he would end, you know, that that series that mm. he never had a chance to finish. What was he doing in 85? Was it Fantastic Four? Uh, Fantastic Four, and then uh, he was starting work on Superman. Okay, because I know it was, like, it started being serialized. It was, do you remember Epic Magazine? Do you, you want to try me some? Do you remember Epic Magazine? No. I'm asking you. No, I'm, um, I'm fucking with you, sorry. It, well, it was like, 
it was kind of like Marvel's Heavy Metal magazine. Really? And it, it started in, or, or the Galactus story started in like late 84, maybe. And like by the early 1986, it was still going. So like he was only putting out a few pages each each issue. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool magazine. Huh. Like like Dave Sim did some color Cerebus stuff in there. Um, wow. It was, it was really neat. Like Richard Corbin, I think, was in there. And yeah, a bunch of people. Huh. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Galactus. Galactus. An ultimate evil. Mm. Mm. Which segues us <laughs> perfectly flawlessly <laughs> into what we're actually here to talk about. I have watched every episode. I'm really excited to talk about it. Galactus. I finally saw the fi- finale. Oh, I, I assume that's what we were talking huh? about. Oh, what were you talking about? Talking about Breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Oh, I went back and watched every episode of Chris uh, Elliott's Get a Life. I thought that's what we were talking about. <laughs> I had this whole thing prepared on how Paperboy 2000 represented like the emerging technologies. <laughs> I read Kurzweil's uh, uh, The Singularity is Coming because I thought it tied in. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. I guess I should probably leave. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Well, it's kind of the same. Like, uh, you know, (laughs) Walt started selling newspapers to, like, supplement his income. (laughs) Right? Yep. No. (laughs) Yeah. See, we all got to see the finale of Breaking Bad together. We did. Yeah. Uh, we did. I know that uh, we all started watching at uh, various points in time, uh, separately from each other, sort of. Yeah, we might have started at the same time, but I took a really big break. Right. And then right before the the first half of season five started, I did a cram session and watched it all because I had that was the first time I'd ever had cable. Right. So yeah. I uh, I think it was towards the end of season two when I started watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, VMNs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, all right. I didn't love Breaking Bad in the first five episodes or so. You did or didn't? Did not. Yeah. It was just sort of there, and I was like, <clears throat> this is. Good, you know, like like clearly Brian Cranston is really good at what mm-hmm. he's doing there, and it's interesting. But like, I'm not in love with the show or anything like that. But it was certainly not bad, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but then episode six happened of the first season, and then I was like, okay, fuck yeah, I'm watching this thing. <laughs> I'm married to this show to the bitter end. Now. Yeah. Uh, and then I think that's shortly when I started hooking Jason on the show. Yes. And because uh, I. I pre-watch all the shows that uh, he is going to watch in the future. <laughs> Just to make sure there's no dirty words. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I screen them all. <laughs> make sure it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure that he's not going to get any wrong-headed ideas. I want to go home and tell my mom that you're making me watch m- meth lab shows. <laughs> Men in their underwear. Yeah. 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 Well, Jason was a huge Malcolm in the Middle fan, so he yeah. was already uh, used to seeing Brian Cranston in his underwear. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 
In fact, I mean, you have a giant Malcolm in the Middle tattoo on your back. Oh, right? yeah. 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 It grows. It, it grows as I grow. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just like, just like the John Ritter tattoo on my penis. Rest in peace. I always thought it was Larry. It's well, John Ritter. You've never seen it flaccid. All right. <laughs> it looks just like him. <laughs> In a few minutes, it might flash it out, and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Should we tell Eric where my where my Mister Furley tattoo is? <laughs> <laughs> it's of him making this face. <laughs> He's always making that face. <laughs> I have a guess. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. See, we're having fun. We are. Yeah. Breaking bad. So, what was episode six? What was uh, the What was the clincher? I mean, that was pretty much the first appearance of Heisenberg, wasn't it? I'm gonna go ahead and pull up episodes if you guys don't mind. I can't. Okay. I can't remember. Like, cause. I've only seen each episode once, and right. it was as you made me watch them on Drawing Nights. Right. And uh, I remember liking it from the beginning, right. but I remember it, it, it was like there was never a moment that it clicked as like, wow, this show is now awesome. Right. It was just like a such a gradual, like exponential increase in my enjoyment. Right. So like every episode, I think I liked it a little bit more, and eventually I just realized like, oh wow, I'm in love with the show, and right. it's probably been like four episodes ago. Uh, for me, it was episode six, and, and that was definitely, I think that was the one where he shaved his head, and uh, <clears throat> I think he... That was the first Tuco episode. The first Tuco. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where he, I think he blew up Tuco's office or something like that. I think that, wasn't uh, that seven, like the final episode of uh, maybe, season one? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how many episodes were in season one. Uh, but it was definitely right around there. Right. Uh, where, yeah, that show just clicked for me. And, uh, uh, but, I mean... But in order for it to click, you had to watch those first five episodes. Oh, absolutely. You have to uh, yeah. understand Walt. Right. You know, before he becomes Heisenberg. Mm -hmm. right? uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so like from that point on, though, it's just like, and, and as a whole, uh, in my opinion, Breaking Bad is like one of the greatest pieces of fiction that has ever been made. I think it is the greatest piece of fiction that has ever been made. You guys are laughing, but I'm completely fucking serious. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm not arguing or yeah. laughing in derision or anything like that, but you know, it's it's, I mean, it's definitely up there. Mm -hmm. you know? I think time will tell if it is eventually going to be the greatest well, thing yeah. ever, but you know. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, like I fucking love it. Like, it's gotta be one of my absolute favorite shows ever, but I don't, oh, yeah. I don't even know that I would call it my favorite TV show, but it, it definitely vies for that spot. Right. Like, well, I'm, I'm saying that, I mean, it transcends yeah. television, oh, movies, yeah. books, oh, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's, it's great compared to movies and books yeah. and comics. I mean, it is a, what, uh, how many episodes? 61. 61. It is a 63 hour greatest movie ever made. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think there's a single episode that I would say is even average, like as far as like compared to 
Yeah, not really. Just like yeah. a watching, like a viewing experience. Yeah. Like every single episode, the worst episode is above average. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, totally. Totally. All right, All right now what? Thanks for coming. Oh, man. So, uh, you know, like, like you said, you had only seen every episode once, and I've seen them at least twice. Because uh, I don't watch them, because I couldn't wait for you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and uh, but still, like you know, I mean, it's been uh, what six months since the last episode of the mid season five. Which eh, fuck that. This was season six. I don't care what they say. <laughs> if you, if it's gonna be a year <laughs> between it's episodes, it's a season. It's a season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually four seasons, if you think about it. Fall, winter, summer, spring. <clears throat> punch him. You're near him. Punch him. You're right next to him. Just punch him. She's so tired of punching me at this point. My my hand is a little tender. Uh, uh, I was just... I went through all of the episodes. <clears throat> Every... I, am, I haven't got... Does Rotten Tomatoes do television, or is that strictly film? Uh, I think it's strictly film. Okay. Mm. So on IMDb, no episode is rated below an 8 not a single episode. Right. Uh, Dead Freight, which is what I think is one of the best episodes. Which one the is Train that? Heist. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Has a 9.7. <clears throat> Osmandius has a 10. Nice. What about, uh, uh, was it Fly? Fly is my very favorite episode. Yeah, like, it really great. is. That one only has an 8.2. I know that one is very love it or hate it okay. with which, Breaking Bad which fans. Which one's Fly? I don't know. Like, That's the one where Jesse and Walt are trapped in the lab with a fly, and they're trying to... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 okay. Directed yeah. by Ryan Johnson of Looper and Brooke fame. Ah! <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. So what, what was wrong with that? Like, what, what are people saying are wrong with that? It was very dialogue-oriented. Yeah. Like, there wasn't... Almost the entire episode took place in the basement lab. Yeah. Uh, Jesse and Walter were the only like it could have been a stage play. Yeah, right. You right. know, it was very stylistic too. Mm-hmm. Like there's even scenes filmed in the perspective of the fly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, not a ton happens, but it's so tense. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it might be different, but what, I don't see what would be right, wrong yeah. with it. Yeah. And for me, I mean that. Like, and I was telling Jason this last Sunday when we were leaving your house that you know. Like, no matter how dark and how tense that show got, it still always had a sense of humor. Oh, totally. Like, like even in the final episode, like, there were still things that, like, we laughed at. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. that's, you know, one of the things I love about yeah, that show so exactly. much. Exactly. But, like, some of the best episodes of that show are where you are literally on the edge of your seat mm-hmm. and just, like, your entire body is tensed because you're, because of everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, Fly, even though not much is happening... It is just riveting. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Completely agree. I kept waiting for Walter to... Because he was drugged. Jesse had drugged him to try and get him to go to sleep. Because right. he had been up for so long. So he was all fucked up and kind of rambling. And I kept waiting for him to spill the beans about Jane. Yeah. That's yeah, why that's I right. was so tense the yeah, entire episode. I forgot about that. <clears throat> yeah, me too. That's the thing. I have forgotten a lot about this show. Uh, and so, like, Friday before the finale, mm-hmm. like, I went through IMDb and I read all of Did the synopsis of every episode just to try to refresh my mind. So, like, it 
joggled some things, so mm-hmm. you're really, like it's in there, you know. But but uh, there's still like a ton of it that I yeah. don't remember that much about. Uh, so and we kind of all mentioned this that uh, or, or you guys did on Sunday was that you know it's great, but you guys probably not watch it for a good while. You know, actually, the finale. I was expecting to have my heart ripped out, stomped on, you know. And that was why I thought I would never go back and watch the show. But I think it was actually a happy ending. Sort of. I mean, as happy as that show was going to get. Right. right? It wasn't as bleak as I expected. Yeah, no. I mean, you, yeah, you were, you had a box of tissues out. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything that happened in Breaking Bad that ever brought me to, you know, the verge of sadness. But, you know, it is the ending of the series. I can see where there might be something. Uh, but yeah, just from the entire series, I never really got that, you know, mm-hmm. like everything was just more intense and, yeah. you know, mind blowing, uh, mind blowing or just shocking or like there's plenty of times where like I'm watching an episode and I'm just like, what the fuck, Walt? You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> like when he threw that pizza, I was like, exactly. that's a perfectly good pizza. <laughs> I got breadsticks, <laughs> Skyler. Yeah. 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 That was this point. I was like, okay, I'm no longer on board with Walt's behavior. <laughs> I want to know if that was an accident and or how many takes that took. One, right? It was one. Was, was it? It? Yeah, it was one take. But he didn't. He he didn't even know where he was going to throw it. I thought you told me that. Oh no, it wasn't me. Well, yeah. either read it or heard it on the street or dreamed it. So it's got to be true. <laughs> but yeah, it's one take. So look that up. You think I should ver- go ahead and look that up? Verify. I'll go ahead and look that up a little bit. I heard that it wasn't even supposed to. Like they didn't know it was going to land there. He just threw right. it up in the air. You don't happen to remember what episode it was or season, do you? Yeah. Nah, me neither. Um, I would guess three. That was when he was estranged from Skyler. Mm-hmm. I'll just look up old pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying though? Oh, oh, but now that for me. I know how it's going to turn out. Right. I don't think... Like, I expected the rest of the show... Like, okay, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. I've tried going back and watching Battlestar Galactica, and I can't do it. Okay. I see those characters, and I know what happens to them, and I'm like, I don't want to do this again, you know? <laughs> I thought that's how I would be with Breaking Bad, but I am absolutely not. Not even every time you see Todd? <laughs> Todd's so fucking creepy. <laughs> He's super creepy. I, I told Eric the first time the first time I saw Todd, like, <clears throat> like I don't mean like after that episode. I mean like Todd appeared on the screen. I looked at Eric and I was like, "It's Rob Liefeld." <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks like like a uh, button your fly era Rob Liefeld. <laughs> wow. He to- totally struck me that way. He does have an internet nickname, Meth Damon. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Poor Todd. Oh, fucking Todd, man. What else has that guy done? Is he always... Never seen him in a thing. Yeah, I wonder if he's, like, just that guy. I don't know. I think I I read that he was in the Friday Night Lights TV series. I know I've seen him in something. I know I've seen him in something. I bet he's a great actor. Possibly when he was much younger. I bet he's a great actor, because nobody can really be that creepy and perform dialogue. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that is such a understated character because <clears throat> I mean I mean even Walt and Jesse you know they're kind of over the top a little bit like like even as you know as good as Brian Cranston is like like you know there are still moments where he is just yeah pushing it to the limit 
and Todd is just so subtle oh, yeah. and just quiet. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, like like the first couple times where he showed up, like he was creepy, but you know he was just that you know part of this Nazi gang that does you know extermination, you right? Know, or, you know, bugs fumigating, right? Fumigating, right. yeah. Uh, but then, like this season, like like when he's dealing with Lydia, especially, yeah, and like there's a scene, like like the first time that they get together to talk about like you know doing the meth and, and whatever, and they're like back to back at a table, and then he just kind of turns around, and you can just it's like a far shot, so you can like you would miss it almost, but he just kind of like just touches her back a little bit, he like picks fuzz off, picks of lint off of her jacket, yeah, and he's like that is the creepiest fucking thing I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 What did what did Jesse call him in the the confession tape? The Psycho Todd or something. Dead eye Opie <laughs> Opie motherfucker. Yeah, Dead eye like yeah. Dead eyed Opie was yeah. definitely yeah. yeah. Psychopath definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. was it ever implied or revealed that I miss it does Todd was he a drug user? Or just the, I, don't I don't think, think he, he was. was no. It yeah. never implied it no. at any rate. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he was just in the business. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that's just what he did. Yeah. You know, just like uh, you know, uh you know, I go to work every day, she goes to work every day, you see you don't? So one, you know. <laughs> I can't believe I'm up this early. <laughs> yes, it was an accident. The pizza was an accident. Yeah, see? It's a great accident. Yeah. Yep. I mean, obviously, they thought it was great, too, because they left it up there. <laughs> what was it say about it? Uh, that was the world's largest pizza. This is Brian Cranston answering a fan question. I had never seen a pizza that big before. It was a real pizza, and they really serve it. And they were prepared with special effects, a lightweight rubber pizza, and there was a prop guy ready to pull a fake pizza up to the roof. So we had all kinds of things ready to go, but I said, just let me try it. So I'm coming out, and I'm pissed, and I fling the pizza, and I didn't even look at it. I fling the pizza, and I get in the car, and I drive away. And I did all that, and I hear clapping as I'm driving back. I look up, and there's the pizza. They said if they had marked where would be the optimal place for the pizza to land, it would be where it landed. One of those freak accidents. (laughs) See? My bathroom wall reading paid off. (laughs) Awesome. So... I mean, that implies, then, that they always intended for the pizza to be on the roof. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. they, they were going to put a rubber one out up there, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, yeah, what a weird little thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, I think that's one of those moments, you know, where you're like, yeah, everything's just coming together to make this, like... Make the show rule, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the cosmos are aligning and saying, like, <laughs> you know. I mean, not just because the beats on the roof, but just like the level, the quality of everything involved in that show. Mm hmm. Yeah. One of the main reasons I do want to go back and do a rewatch is to see all the clues that he laid out because I know they're there. Okay. Of how the, the, this, the plot was going to develop and ultimately end. I only started catching on to them in 5.2. Okay. But I know they're there. I was unaware. Yeah. No. Yeah, me too. I didn't even know. Like, so at the very beginning of season one, they knew how it was going to end? Or, or did they think it was only going to you know, be a couple seasons, maybe? I think he had a... General idea? Yeah. 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 
Like, he knew you could not, this is not a story you can stretch infinitely. And there had to be an end game right. in mind. Because, uh, <clears throat> you know, a lot of shows uh, have no idea what's going to be happening at no. the end, like Lost. Disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast entirely unto Don't invite me to that one. Fine, I'll do that one myself. You and Joji can do it. Did he like the finale? I don't know if he liked it, but he watched it. Right. <laughs> uh, did I read like a, a, a you know, slight tangent? Hopefully, not too long. Uh, but because one that I read something like recently that they admitted that they had no clue what they were doing for the finale of Lost. Uh, writers, I Jameson, and I don't think that's correct. Right. <clears throat> Maybe a half truth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Breaking Bad was, was, you know, yeah, there was a finale and it just happened. And mm-hmm. we all watched it together with uh, animals, some awesome, some not. <laughs> she was relatively awesome was that fine. night. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty good. Uh, but, you know, I'm a cat person. And right. Cats are just always going to be more awesome. And my cat's awesome and anyway. cat is super awesome. Mm-hmm. So what were some of those clues? I'm curious. <clears throat> I'm curious. The blue. Yeah. The blue wardrobe. Uh, when he was behaving... With a moral compass, he was always in earth tones. And Heisenberg always had blue somewhere on his person. Really? Mm-hmm. Other than the meth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've lost it. So, like, even from the beginning, not just season five. I want to go back and watch. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's where I started noticing it, and I want to go back and see if that had been a theme through the entire like Marie always wore purple but when she found out the truth she was wearing black all the time everyone who survived in the finale was um, light colors and white like Marie had the white shirt on um I don't know if it was just my TV so I would like to watch it on a different television set but i think that uncle jack he was wearing a blue sweatshirt but it was more like um what's his name schwartz had on like a really light blue dress shirt Hmm. lydia had like royal blue a royal blue shirt under her blazer and then uncle jack his was like a violet blue which i think was kind of a symbol that that's marie's justice Hmm. because he's the one that killed hank Weird. So. Weird. But again, I don't Hank know if it died? Was... <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> you know, it's weird. Like, I'm kind of torn because some of that stuff is kind of fascinating. Like, I'm, I'm serious. And then sometimes I almost wonder if that ticks away a little bit. It's like we, we tried watching this documentary on The Shining uh, last night. Because we both love The Shining. Apples and Oranges, man. 237. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which was awful. It's terrible. Because okay. I've heard about it, and it's on Netflix, so I was kind of interested. We gave it 15 minutes? Yeah. I mean, it's all about like the different conspiracy oh, theories yeah. people have developed about that movie. Oh, but it's fucking crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah, like one guy, And not funny, entertaining. No, no. Just like bad. Like, like there's a scene where Jack Nicholson comes in and uh, meets the hotel owner right. at the beginning of the movie, and they shake hands, and they're showing it in slow motion as this Frame by frame. Frame by frame. As this guy is like narrating, he's like, "Now watch this. As soon as their hands touch," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like watching. He's like, "He's like, look how the, uh, the, uh, you know, the in and out file thing the on, the, on the desk, the paper tray." He's like, "Look how it perfectly makes 
uh, an erection on the uh, hotel owner just as he says, how nice it is to meet you. Right there it is. An erection? Yeah, because uh, yeah. he walks up to the table and then, like, where's... Uh, Whereas you know, where his genitals would be, right. it like you know, it kind of meets right where the paper tray is. Okay. So it looks like you know, a paper ex- tray okay. is what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's saying it looks like it's extended. Okay. It. And it. and there's like all kinds of theories like that, and I'm just like, this is fucking awful. The now, first one was kind of interesting about the the, the massacre of the native yeah. peoples of the yeah, United States. Yeah, because there's there's some. Some details in there that they show that you're like, okay, I wonder if well, that is. Kubrick is known for his attention to detail mm-hmm. and going out of his way right. to put things in his movies. But some of them. But, but <laughs> okay. yeah. Now I've never seen The Shining, so would uh, this be more appealing to me than it is to you guys who haven't seen the movie? No, no I, I would definitely are. say no. Yeah, I mean, it's like people just coming up with theories, like, like okay. you see how that wall is like taller than the floor, and they're completely. It's because Incoherent, yeah. like, in, not cohesive, oh, not right, incoherent, right, right, right. but yeah, it, it's just random and so like, like he ain't trying to explain anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. No, but like no, I I agree. Like that is like the worst case scenario. But but sometimes I wonder if like learning every detail about something so, sort of does like yeah, sort of you know take away just like the immersion of like right. Well, sure, but I've already experienced that, so now I want to go back and experience how fucking genius the writers are. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, you know, I mean, you know, on two completely different levels, like uh, The Sixth Sense. Spoiler. Uh, (laughs) Bruce Willis is dead. Uh, But, you know, like, like once you know that he's dead, then you can go back and rewatch that movie and see, like, all the things, and it does kind of make it a better experience that second time around, knowing that stuff. So I'm kind of with Kathleen on that. With, mm-hmm. with you know, if there is stuff like that in Breaking Bad, you know, right. it would be super interesting to watch that. But only the second time around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of with you that you know, eh, you know, I experienced the show as it was. Like I don't need to know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like 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 I'm because I'm perfectly fine with everything as right. is. Right. Right. Especially if it's operating on a level that's supposed to be kind of subconscious. Right. Yeah. Like it's just supposed to. Subconsciously tie things together and right. make make it more enjoyable. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, yeah, I definitely see it both ways. Though, like, so. I mean, don't get me wrong. If someone said, "Hey, look, there, here's a DVD of a documentary about all the cool shit in Breaking Bad," I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, let me watch it." Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, yeah, I wouldn't even think twice. But I would never want to ruin my experience. Yeah. The first time through, though. Right. And yeah. so when I started noticing the the blue wardrobe, it wasn't because I was actively looking for. Clues and right. triggers. Right. Just, just one episode, I was like, "Blue, Heisenberg, wait a minute." Okay, he's talking to Skyler. He's given up the business. He's got like khakis and a brown shirt on, and his members only jacket. <laughs> right. <laughs> but every time he was doing something <laughs> shitty, right. he had blue on. Right. Do you think members only jackets have sold better this year, or the last couple of years? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. It's kind of interesting that we're talking about this and conspiracy theories because there are some theories about the finale oh. that I, I did want to bring up. Uh, really? Yes. Is this going to piss me off? Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the one theory that I read is actually from an article that Warren Ellis, a uh, comic book writer, wrote. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And, and his, it's not really a theory, it's just more of an observation. Uh huh. And that what it is is that 
like in the finale, you know, everything that Walt does that winds up paying off mm -hmm. is because he's Heisenberg. And he is fully immersed in being Heisenberg, and Heisenberg is like the criminal genius with mm -hmm. no morals whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then everything throughout the entire show that has ever gotten fucked up mm -hmm. is because he's Walt, mm -hmm. and he's being human. Mm -hmm. And so, in the finale, which, uh, like, like, especially like at the end with, with the confrontation with the, the Jack and his crew, and they bring in Jesse, and Walt has, you know, got his car rigged up, mm -hmm. and, you know, he jumps on Jesse, tackles him to the floor to basically save, save his, his life, life, as he has his automatic weapon rigged up in the trunk, Mm -hmm. and kills everybody in the room, and he gets hit by a bullet mm -hmm. because he's Walt. Mm -hmm. He did something human in that moment, mm -hmm. and so he dies that way mm -hmm. because he, he fucked up because he, he did something a human does. Mm -hmm. So that's his thing, which... I totally, totally agree yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Now, the other theory that I've read <laughs> <laughs> is that... Uh, at the beginning of the episode, when Walt is in the car, Walt dies. And then the rest of the episode is just the <sighs> fantasies of a dying man. Because everything works out perfectly from that point on. <clears throat> Sounds like these. I wish we did a video podcast. Yeah. A, vid a, a webcast. What? Vidcast, whatever. With, with the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so like when he's listening to Marty Robbins or whatever, right? In the car. Which, by the way, you guys remember when I threw my hands up yes. in victory? Uh -huh. Who called it? Apparently, you did. I did. <laughs> None of us knew that. <laughs> I know, and I had to keep my mouth shut because I knew you guys like. <clears throat> I just didn't want to be a dick until it was over. Right. So I'm gonna say I don't know who the fuck that is. Really? I've never heard that song. That was one of my Never mother's. Heard of that, guy. that was one of my mother's favorite songs. And the minute I saw the, the the title of the final episode, I was like, "Oh, I know how this is gonna end." Like, yeah. Okay, so that also is apparently another clue: is that that song is sung from the perspective of a dead man. I'm so rolling my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, interesting. And because he dies at the. Spoiler. At the end. Yeah. Uh, these people, I wonder if it's the people who did the 237 commentary. This is Norm MacDonald. Uh, what? The State Farm guy? <laughs> it's uh, Safe Auto. Oh, yeah. So it's worse. <laughs> Wait a minute, Norm MacDonald has conspiracy theories on Breaking Bad? Uh, apparently... I think Norm MacDonald is a crazy person. He is a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, but he apparently went on Twitter and just started saying that Walt was dead the entire episode and, like, you know, started giving his points. And I gotta admit, some of them made sense. I don't believe him. That's not the ending that I'm choosing to believe. No, that's definitely, no, no. But some of his points are fair. Yeah? I mean, sure, if you took that episode as a piece of art unto itself. Right. But that does not fit with the themes and the writing and the right, yeah. the no, experience yeah. of five right. seasons of no, the show. No, yeah, exactly. It does that theory yeah, does not no. fit in with anything else that had been up to no. that point. 
And it's like you were talking about Battlestar Galactica a couple minutes ago. 20 minutes ago, half an hour. It's like, I don't fucking remember. Uh, <laughs> Eric's podcast room is like the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. It's bigger uh, inside. Bigger inside, and time, bigger has, inside. Uh, time has no, no effect on what goes on inside of it. Uh, but, you know, like, I recently just watched that entire series. Uh, and I, I got up to the finale, and uh, the ending for the Starbuck character doesn't fit with anything else that happened in that show. That was the only part of the finale that left me dissatisfied. Right. Uh, like, it's just so out of place and out of context with everything else. And so the... the I'm going to start crying. <laughs> so the Walt is dead <laughs> theory. Uh, you know, for, uh, Walt is dead from the beginning of the show theory is just not... Yeah, it doesn't fit with no. the rest plus, of Breaking Plus, Bad. it's not like he passes out in the car and wakes up, right? No. Like, but, he's, just, he's just in the car. You know, but but the theory is that, you know, because the police are surrounding the car, they're mm-hmm. looking, and he just happens to, you know, not get found, and then, you know, he pops in that tape, and then the keys drop out of the, uh, the, the visor, and everything else from that point is smooth sailing for Walt. Everything that he wants to happen, happens. Well, he's being Heisenberg, though. He's being Heisenberg. Uh, but honestly, like, taking that theory away, that kind of is actually a problem that I have with the finale. Mm-hmm. It was a little too tidy. Mm. And, and we've had a week now mm-hmm. uh, separating ourselves from, from the actual viewing. I see what you mean, but thinking of that last episode as just like a portion of the last chunk, like that was the only tidy part for Walt. Because oh, the, sure, like yeah. the last chunk was so untidy for him oh, yeah. that like that he needed this last little part to like kind of go his way. Yeah, but it shouldn't have, is my thing. Like, there should have been something else, something repercussion-wise to happen to Walt at the end. Uh, I disagree disagree because of his confession, his realization, once he admitted his his reasoning, his uh, motivation, that, and once it's out in the open, his redemption is that... He gets a happy ending. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 okay, I'm going to take this a couple episodes ago for us, mm-hmm. uh, where, where, where you forced me to think about Breaking Bad theories, which I did not appreciate. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like thinking about theories of mm-hmm. things that I love. Because oh, yeah. I just want it to be the thing that I love, and I want the writers and, and the actors and mm-hmm. the artists or whatever to just do the thing that they're going to do because they don't need my input mm-hmm. and I don't want to put my input in it. Uh, I am the anti-internet. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy with eight websites. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who also puts my input into everything. Because <laughs> clearly everyone needs to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My oh. opinions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like... like but we were talking about theories, and then one of, like a theory that we both shared was that Skylar was going to die. Yeah. And, I mean, not that I hate Skylar, because I don't, but I kind of feel like something needed to happen to her other than just, you know, what did happen to her, you know? I don't know. I think what did happen to her was pretty bad. Oh, you know, but, but that, yeah, everything that happened to everybody in this show was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, Badger and Skinny Pete. Pretty yeah. skinny people. Was, they got off got pretty, pretty good. good. They yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah. Um, 
but like like I just felt like there was something missing from the finale, and I like the finale. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good finale, and it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, in my mind, you know, it's fine, but, but I felt there needed to be something else. You know, just some further thing against Walt, other than him just dying. See, to me, to me, the last episode, the finale, like, I loved it. I loved it. I have no problem with it at all. Right. And to me, it feels more like a piece of punctuation than it does a sentence. Like, it feels like, okay, we just watched the end of all this shit, and this is, this is saying it's over. Like, this is the, this is the period at the end of the, of the story. And, and I think it's so perfect because, um, everything finally worked out the way Walt wanted it to. Like, he got the money for his family. Right. But, I mean, thinking about all the shit that he had to do for, you know, 5.5 seasons. Um, two years, by the way. Yeah. Two Walter years. Two Walter years. Yeah. yeah all the shit that he had to do just to, like, do this one simple thing that in season one, he's like, oh, I'll do this. Like, watching it all, like, go to hell, but him, like, hang on just long enough for it to actually pay off. Pay off. Yeah. Although, you know, there is so much more, you know, firefall along the right, way right. than he expected, including his own life, you know, especially his own life. But, but yeah, I, I just thought it was perfect. I, I totally concede your point, even though I didn't have the same experience. Right. And because Walter was the only one, Jesse is questionable. I will give you that. But Walter is definitely, or I should say, Walter is the one who definitely needed punishment and consequences. Right, right. Whereas everyone else, which is why I'm glad Skylar didn't die. I'm glad nothing happened to the I'm kids. Glad they're fine. Yeah. You know, like, like well, from like, a from a creator standpoint, right. like not just from I'm not sad. Right. Uh, no. But I, I'm okay with the way they chose to resolve those stories. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, and again. Fine yeah. It was a great finale. Yeah. Probably the greatest finale I've seen. In I, it's, I have three that I'm like, I want to wait five years until, right, right. yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah, I'm glad Skylar's alive. I'm mm-hmm. glad uh, the, the, uh, Walter Jr. is fine and the baby, you know. Uh, you I'm know, glad Jesse lived. I'm really glad. I'm glad that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, honestly, it's the one thing that I would have wanted from the finale is Jesse to live. Mm-hmm. And wow. so I'm glad that he did. We don't know. He may have hit a telephone pole. He was driving really fast. That's true. <clears throat> well, that's the thing. Uh, I also have afterthoughts about the finale. Yeah. Because Jesse is now irrevocably fucked up for the rest of his life. Yeah. Because, I mean... Yeah, is it a happy ending? Yeah, like, right? maybe he'd be better off dead. Right? He was tortured. He was tortured. How long was he held? I mean, like, how long was the the period of time between uh, the two episodes? I'm well, estimating well, well, good six months. Uh, okay, that's a guess. It was at least three. All right, at least three. Because at the beginning of season five point one, <laughs> uh, Walt turns fifty one. Uh, no, fifty two. No. Well, the flash forward was him turning fifty two. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So at the yeah. finale, he has just turned fifty two. Right. So, it is his birthday. Right. Uh, which also is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it was the birthday on his fake ID. But <laughs> 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 which Robert Forster. <laughs> uh, 
I love Harrison Ford. Harrison and, and, Forster's and great. And oh, yeah. Bobby, Bobby Singer sold him the gun, by the way, from Supernatural. I have this fun little headcanon <laughs> that Bobby Singer <laughs> is an arms dealer when he's not um, demon hunting. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to digress just real quick here that uh, ever since uh, the Robert Forrester episode, uh, every time I have uh, passed by a vacuum repair place, <laughs> uh, I just now assume <laughs> that they are hiding people in there and nice. uh, giving them new identities. Because nice. <laughs> I pass at least two on a very regular basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who uses vacuums anyway? Exactly. Yeah. You just rip out the carpet and get new ones. Right. Nobody vacuums. I just break them. Yeah. <laughs> Badly? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the the when Robert Forster goes back and brings the chemo and the news and right. everything, it's been at least two months since Walter was dropped off because he said this will be easier than the last time. Right. Which implies that there had been one visit in between the two. Right. So it was at least three months before Walter went home to Albuquerque, but I'm still guessing like six. Okay. I mean, yeah, there was a significant passage yeah. of time. Yeah. Um, I don't remember my point. My bad. Oh, That's no, right. but uh, Jesse's fucked up. He's probably, oh, yeah, yeah. He's probably so just he's on, been, he's on meth right now. Probably. I mean, he, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got well, PTSD. You the know, only two women he he's ever loved. Are dead. Yeah. yeah. And more, Jane, more or less murdered. I mean, For the most indirectly part, yeah. murdered. Yeah. yeah. And but, one, of, one of them right in front of them. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, which also, you know, I think, you know, pushes my theory that Jesse absolutely deserved redemption. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Uh, because he has gone through so much more shit because of Walt. Mm-hmm. Uh, than anyone in the show. Right, yeah. He is, like, he is damaged beyond belief mm-hmm. at this point. So, yeah, I'm not entirely sure that he's having a happy ending after mm-hmm. the end of the, the series. My other theory is that Walt, uh, you know, when Jesse leaves and the police are coming, he is in the lab and, like, he touches the the canister and he falls down and the police swarm. He's not dead. You don't die that instantly of a gunshot wound to the side. We learned that from Reservoir Dogs. Exactly. It could take days to die. Yeah. Days. Yeah. And uh, so I think that uh, they uh, took him to the hospital, they patched him up, uh, you know, put him back on chemo. They tried him. They sent him to prison, and he is just uh, living out the rest of his uh, short days uh, in jail. I'm also all right with that, even oh, yeah, though I choose fun. not to believe that because it's oh, still yeah, punishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, that's a thing that yeah. could have happened. Yeah. You don't know. He's still alive. He could have been near death's door because of the cancer. That whole oh, yeah. episode, anyway. Right. You know what I mean? That's true. Which is again the normal theory. Nah. Hey, I want to show, I can't, maybe if you want to put this on the website, but uh, this is a fun thing a friend of mine texted me um, about the final episode. Uh, 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 Isn't that more people watched it than any other episode of the show? No. Because that's weird. Okay, this is is the shot where Walt finds the keys in the getaway card. Uh That is an AA key tag. Okay. That is the tag you receive um, after 24 hours of sobriety. And the white, white, Walter White, symbolizes your surrender to hmm. recovery and oh, your wow. higher power. Huh. Or you could have surrendered to his cancer and died in the car. I still don't fucking like that. And everything, because everything worked out just the way he wanted it to. 
And also another clue was that uh, when he's in Gretchen and Buddha's uh, face house, I can't remember his name. Me neither. That's yeah. why I called him Mr. Shorts earlier. Okay. I did not know who you were referring to. <laughs> no. uh, Shorts and white, black okay. and white, gray matter. Alright, yeah. Uh, uh, he's looking at a picture of uh, the three of them together, and that uh, there's no way that that picture would be in their house. Especially now that it's been outed that he's Heisenberg and you know, all that. Really? Why would Why would they not keep it? They kind of despise everything that Walter White became. I've got pictures of me and my ex-girlfriends. Oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you despise them? And does the the I despise all women. The vali- does the validity <laughs> of your life's work become questionable with your association to yeah, them? This right. is the first thing you've said that made me go, huh? Hmm. hmm. But I still don't like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a good theory, but it's a theory, yeah, it's out mm-hmm. there, and like I said, there are some points of it that kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm choosing to believe it and it hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Maybe a lot of these things, too, are just to keep us talking about it. Oh, but, sure. Yeah. You know, to, to not just, like, okay, it ended. Like, there's all these questions that make it worth rewatching and rewatching. Sure. The, and that's exactly why I think it's a perfect finale. I mean, aside from us, for the sake of podcasting and for the sake of, you know, just, like, maybe options again that's not my experience with the show which is why it was such a good like after this i don't know if i'll ever talk about theories and you know yada 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 mm-hmm. if i go back and rewatch and see all the clues i'm doing that for myself right. um the only time i'm gonna talk about this show is to ask people why the fuck they're not watching it <laughs> right Makes sense. And yeah. I still, I don't know if either one of you read my review on the website, but I will yeah. have this debate. And another, this is, it, because it's me, which is why I love the show, it made me think about, God, where where do I stand, you know, in the, in the moral right. field? What right. would I do for my family or myself in any given situation? But the fact that the final episode, I finally felt sorry for Walter. And I, that'll leave me thinking for a while. Alright, well, this is kind of interesting because I know that some people uh, are vastly varied on um, where do they stand with Walt? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like you know, at what point in the show did you stop rooting for him? You know, if you ever rooted for him at all, you know, uh, like, like, you know, how do you feel about Walt as as a human being? You know, as as Heisenberg, as as whatever. You know, I don't even think Walter was a good person. <clears throat> I really don't. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, it was mostly done. Yeah. (laughs) I I was only going to mention that our friend Joe, uh, for some fucking reason, has only just started watching Breaking Bad. I know! And and he mentioned, you know, to me anyway, that, uh, you know, he's towards the end of the second season. I think he's towards the end of season three now. Okay. Per his tweets. Yeah. But but even then he, he you know, he's like he was almost done with the show because he couldn't stand Walt as a as a person you know mm-hmm. anymore, uh, which which you know I mean for me like like every bit further that Walter fell like like it just made that show much more interesting to me mm-hmm. uh, and like I kind of was rooting for him to yeah. completely bottom out. And become just this terrible maniac. (laughs) 
Well, but think, at the same time, you know, I still wanted him to have some redemption. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, I think the reason it, it worked as like a character you could still root for, at least for me, like the, all, along the way, you know, the whole time I'm like, okay, he's doing this terrible shit, but he's really doing it for his family. He's like, if from the beginning, he was just like, I want to make it rich. Right. Like, you know, it wouldn't have worked, I don't think. But there's all these like gray areas that pop up along the way. You're like, but. But he's doing this most fuck in the most fucked up way. Like he could stop now. He could do it differently, you know. But he but he was doing it for his family, um, and so like he seemed like a noble character. And then along the way, somewhere he lost that. But oh, yeah. but you're like so invested in rooting for him that you're like, you know, it's it's such a back and forth gray area. I was never rooting for him. Well, not after. At least halfway, maybe three quarters, or one quarter of the way through season two. Uh, Season two, he needed $737,000. That was his calculation to keep his family set after his death. He needed $737,000. But once he surpassed that and kept going and kept getting crazier and crazier, I was done. Mm -hmm. I did not root for Walter White. He was not... uh, I was still invested in his story mainly because every episode there were glimpses of walter not just heisenberg like oh maybe he does have a chance of of coming back from this maybe he can come back and and be a good person but again more the show the more the show went on the more you realize even walter wasn't that awesome of a guy he was entitled and well that's how bratty that's how awesome brian cranston was yeah you're still like why am i Oh, like I was like, why am I rooting for this guy? But I, I was rooting for him, like off and on, every single episode. Yeah. Like every episode, I'd be like, he's so fucked up. But I, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know, like invested in him or like identifying with him because he's your perspective into the story. Right. But like, yes, yeah, I just could never write him off, even though I, you were like, man, he's so fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, you know, you mentioned, you know, like, like, yeah, there are so many places where he could just, he could have stopped. He could have just stopped and gotten out of it. He had enough money, mm-hmm. you know. And, and there's like uh, even towards one of the later seasons when they own the car wash, and mm-hmm. you know, he's bringing in just piles of money <laughs> and then like pop, you know. And uh, Skylar tells him, you know, like like how much is enough? Mm-hmm. Like, he has enough. We can't launder this. You have reached the point where we can't even launder this money. Right. Like it's useless at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and. But, you know, uh, like, for me, like, like the moment where Walt became a monster mm-hmm. uh, was Jane. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Definitively. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, up to that point, you know, like, like, because I think one of the great things about the show is it can kind of put you in the mindset of, like, if you're in this situation, like, would you be able to stop if you are good at it and you are just making fistfuls of money you know like like would you be able to just say okay i'm done i know i could i mean i left mavericks <laughs> i was good at it it was like shitloads of money sometimes hundreds a week <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like when's it gonna be enough and i'm like i get 20 percent off on all my new comics i can't stop but i did i did I've retired. We should open a car wash, honey. <laughs> we should. Yeah. <laughs> Power. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Uh, have a day one day. 
<laughs> Remember that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, like the, the moment that he he breaks into Jesse's house and sees Jane overdosing and just lets her die. That is right. His total transformation into just an inhuman monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, at that point, you know, the, there's little to no redemption for him. Left. But isn't that weird? How you just like it's like there's there's <clears throat> absolutely zero. At least I'm assuming feeling on your part of like okay this is the last episode i'm watching i'm done right, yeah. oh up. totally yeah like, no just, there's mm-hmm. no way you could stop like no like if, you, if, if like the op- season opening was like him molesting children like maybe maybe yeah. you know but but like but maybe right? right you know what i'm saying you know i mean it'd have to be really well yeah yeah <laughs> wow i mean it's just like it's so it's so incredibly done that no matter what happens you're like i, I have to keep watching it. right yeah that's a good show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and I think the train heist, Dead Freight. Yeah. That episode is is a reminder to the viewer, because you know what television shows with commercials are forty two minutes long. Something like that. So for forty minutes, you're having a fucking awesome time. Tension, action, comedy, and you're cheering for these men to rob a train. <laughs> Who doesn't some- like a good heist? Right, right. For something they're going to use to make Horrible 500 drugs. pounds on meth. Right. right. So at the end, those last two minutes, Todd kills a fucking kid. Right. And I think that that was the, the creators and the writers saying, do you see what right. you're yeah. cheering for? Right. Do yeah. you see? The moral ambiguity. Yeah. I remember watching that episode, and it opens with that kid just riding around in the desert. And nothing is without purpose in the show. Right. And I kept thinking, what the hell is this for here? Yeah. And uh, then, and it's weird, because, like, that happens, and that's, like, the first five minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, you know, it's just you done for, with You forget it. about it. Right, yeah. yeah. And then, like, yeah, it's this train heist, and, and QB's around, and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and yeah, and, and you're right, yeah, it, it was just this whole thing, and you forget about that kid, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he shows up again, and then Todd just fucking shoots him, and, and we see, for the first time, what kind of person Todd is. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it kind of threw me up. Threw and, me and he just, he doesn't care, he just, yeah, gotta kill this kid. Yeah, yeah. he's a machine. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, this is what I do, this is my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, craziness. Craziness. So, uh, Breaking Bad is over. Mm-hmm. We're all sad and satisfied, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Uh, better call Saul. Well, what, are, what are our thoughts on that? Do you know, like, two seasons ago, it was definitely before the first part of season five. Um, yeah, I think it was after... Season four, because I don't think I listened to the podcast until I was caught up on the show. Somehow, the finale of season four did not get spoiled for me. Miraculously. All I knew, like I had seen on the internet, oh my god, you're going to shit your pants. What was the finale of season four? The nursing home. Oh, okay, okay. I got a spoil. Did I? Almost instantly. Really? Yep. Pat King. Oh, Pat Kane drew a picture of Gus Fring uh, with half his. Oh face. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I think yeah. I may have seen that before we watched it too. Yeah. But I didn't. Mm. 
I just thought it was Pat being weird. Yeah. Like, Pat's drawn people like that before. I think he's drawn me like that. And then so far, I haven't lost half my face. That's kind of a good point, yeah. yeah. But I was listening to the Nerdist Writers podcast, um, which is pretty good. And I think this was the first time they had had Vince, Vince Gilligan on. So I don't know how old that podcast was. My point is, it was fucking forevers ago that Vince Gilligan was joking about a Saul spinoff. Like, right. just joking about it. Right. You know, I'd be totally down with that, but it would have to be a comedy, you know? Right. And now it's probably going to happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think Greenlit. You know, yeah. They're, they're writing it now. It's a prequel, though. It's yeah. prequel, yeah. Because, uh, spoiler. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be funnier, though, if it were Saul, like... No. Yeah. yeah. Like, in, Saul, like yeah. in some other some other state has a different name. Yeah. As a Cinnabon manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe they'll do flash forwards. Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like like the more I thought about it, I'm just like I could do without it. Like, yeah. I mean, because because as much faith as I would have in anything that Vince Gilligan does mm-hmm. next, mm-hmm. Uh, like like I don't think anything he is ever going to do is going to compare. Right. Like like I completely this is his, agree. You know, the, this is his. You know, Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sistine Chapel, maybe. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably more apt. Yeah. Uh, His sports. He would listen to the news. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have stopped there. They should have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, like I just. I could take or leave a Better Call Saul spinoff, uh, especially a prequel. Uh, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought. Well, that might mean that Mike could show up. Mm-hmm. And if it definitely means that there's going to be more Huel and Cubic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fucking in. Yeah. yeah. Like one season, really funny, weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever they do with it, you know. Yeah. Like, because like, I can't imagine it would all be comedy. Uh, no, like, it would like, be a dark comedy. A very yeah. dark comedy, sure. But, but you know, I could imagine... I can imagine there's some sort of overall overarching story that they could tell yeah. to get us to, yeah. you know, where they are in Breaking Bad when we first meet them. Have, have they announced format? Is it half hour or hour? Uh, Do, I don't think they've done anything with it. All right. I just like, thought it could be awesome if, uh, like, you know, Huel just gets a car wash and Walt happens to, like, wipe it off, you know? Like, they get Brian Cranston to come wow. in. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> maybe, yeah. One of the funniest things I've seen on the internet so far is... Uh, uh, since the, the finale is uh, just the picture of Huel alone in the safe house and just says, you know, meanwhile, back at the safe house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. I never forgot about Huel. I, I was hoping he would, like, something would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if those three characters show up. Yeah, because the DEA didn't know he was there. Right, yeah. Hank and what's his nuts never hadn't Gomez told anybody. No, except right. one so nobody knows <laughs> Huel is there. Right. <laughs> well, eventually Skyler will give him the coordinates. So. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, like, like uh, and I even read uh, an interview with uh, Bob Odenkirk mm-hmm. uh, talking about it. And at this point, he's like, "Well, I don't know if it's really going to be happening or not." And but the thing he said is that he has no input. Because when he first got offered the role, like, it was already written. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, it was the first thing that he had ever done, really, that, like, he had almost no input in whatsoever. Interesting, yeah. Uh, And he said he liked it. Like, like, he just played the character as it was Mm -hmm. written, and it eventually grew to what it was. 
you know, and I uh, said that, you know, should there be a spinoff, that, that's his thing. He doesn't want to be involved in the writing of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever direction they want to go with it. You know, it's, it's up to Vince Gilligan and the other guy who's doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, like, like the debate at this point is, you know, is it going to be a drama? Is it going to be a comedy? Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to be like a balance between the two? But, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Hope it's, I just hope it doesn't end up like... Like one of those Saturday Night Live movies, where you're like, man, this was much better as a skit every once in a while. Right, right. Instead of like its own thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was so good when it would pop up, uh, at, like his character in the, the oh, law yeah. office. When, uh, Especially um, the first season that he was there. Right, yeah. Uh, that, yeah he may be right, you know, but uh, again, kind of have a lot of faith in Vince Gilligan at this point. Right. Right? And yeah. Saul obviously has a, a good. Then I don't backstory. Yeah, I mean, like History. I don't know how to word it. But the uh, show has given plenty of evidence that Saul has history. Oh yeah, like yeah. all those connections right. he's made. Right. And, yeah, like, he it was be, a guy that can disappear you for Christ's sake. It would be right. interesting. You know? It would be interesting, yeah. and especially like Eric said, Mike is my absolute favorite character on that show ever. Right. Like, Probably mine too. He's just great. Probably. I could watch Jonathan Banks. You know, I do you remember his name now? Yes. <laughs> he doesn't look like a Jonathan. He looks like a Mike Armentrout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's probably my favorite he, character, too. He is seriously the first that guy that I ever remember as a oh, kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seeing him, I'm like, yep. hey, he's in an episode of Moonlighting and Hunter yeah. as a bad guy. Yeah. I remember him from a wise guy. Wow, yeah. nice. Like, like, uh, I think he was a main character on that show. Wow. You know, he was in uh, Under Siege 2, the one that took a train and was being robbed in the same exact, uh, oh, sorry, same exact, uh, what was the area that they were robbing the train, like where Todd killed the Albuquerque. It was like on the dark, on the dark side or like the, the side, dark where, side of the moon. Where, you know, where there was no communication or something. Mm-hmm. It, was, oh, okay. it was like, that was the setting for... Uh, uh, Interesting. Under Siege 2, and Jonathan Minks was one of the writers. Mm. Was Vince Gilligan a writer on Under Siege? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give it one episode. If it doesn't... If at the end of one episode I'm like, eh, I probably won't. Yeah, 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 I think you have to give it more than one episode. That's though. kind of fair. Uh, yeah. Because uh, if you don't mind, we can talk about something else, or do you need to take a smoke break? I gotta pee. Okay, let's uh, do that, and we'll come back and then talk about some other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's gonna go home. <laughs> do Do you want to sign off? No, you're sticking around. Right? I don't care either way. I got a voicemail. I'll I'll go check that. Okay, we'll be back one way or the other. <laughs> Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina. Music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina. Wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden. I was in love, but in vain I could tell. One night a wild young cowboy came in Wild as the West Texas wind 
dashing and daring a drink he was sharing with wicked Felina, the girl that I love. So in anger I challenged his right for the love of this maiden. Down with his hand for the gun that he wore. My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat. The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor. Out through the back door of roses I ran, out where the horses were tied. I caught a good one, it looked like it could run up on its back, and away I did ride. Just as fast as I could from the West Texas town of El Paso Out to the badlands of New Mexico Back in El Paso my life would be worthless Everything's gone in life, nothing is left It's been so long since I've seen the young maid My love is stronger than my fear of death I saddled up and away I did go, riding alone in the dark. Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me, tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart. And at last here I am on the hill overlooking El Paso, I can see Rosa's cantina below. My love is strong and it pushes me onward Down off the hill to Felina I go Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys Off to my left right a dozen more Shouting and shooting I can't let them catch me I have to make it to Rose's back door Something is dreadfully wrong, for I feel a deep burning pain in my side. Though I am trying to stay in the saddle, I'm getting weary, unable to ride. But my love for Felina is strong, and I rise where I fall. Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest. I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle I feel the bullet go deep in my chest From out of nowhere, Felina has found me Kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss and Felina I know a lady who got diagnosed with a spastic colon, but I keep calling it her hyper butthole. Yep. There's a joke there. <laughs> Eric thinks he's... He's... he's uh, I don't know how to word... Clever? Clever. <laughs> and will occasionally edit himself out of, of part two. Yeah. Oh, of the reintroduction, so. yes. Since she refuses... 
to, uh, to... So so you come in with like a weird line like that? Yeah, ever since he told me he was doing it, yeah. <laughs> and I don't listen to our podcast because I hate the sound of my own voice. Yeah. And also because I lived it. Sure. Yeah, yeah you were there. Yeah. But eh, yeah, I'll probably edit myself out and it'll just be you talking about... Uh, That's fine. One more of the spastic calls. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my phone call was from Mr. Matt Brassfield. Oh, yes. Follow up. Follow up. He, uh, he's procured the uh, Donkey Kong Jr. machine for GameSpot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's excited about uh, joining us for a spectacular, the next podcast we do in this... Today. This weekend, yeah. Yes. Yeah, this today. Is it today? Tonight. Tonight. Oh, that's funny. Tonight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like I feel like Jesse just shackled in here in the gutter trash studios <laughs> making this making this poison that's going out into the children of America. Fantasizing about uh, doing some woodworking right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sad. Uh, <laughs> Yet another one of the points of the theory is that it is the one time in the episode that we don't see things from Walt's perspective and since it is Jesse having a fantasy that it is yet another clue that Walt is just having this giant fantasy. Mm, completely disagree. There have been plenty of instances that haven't been from Walt's perspective. I know. But yeah. that I mean, I can't episode. name any. Oh, oh well, okay. A, a lot of the stuff with Jesse and his crew. I mean, yeah. yeah. A lot of that stuff had yeah. Walt was nowhere near. Like the uh, the Badger Star Trek. Uh, there, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the Star Trek script. But but just in the context of the final episode. Yeah. And that whenever he does appear, it's sort of almost ghostly. When he appears at I don't want to think house. about it anymore because it's starting to make more and more sense. And I don't like that. <laughs> but here's where I will point out that it uh, may not work. Uh, why would fantasy Walt uh, just hire Skinny Pete and Badger other than the purpose of having them in the episode to oh, yeah. pretend to be Hitman? That's why true. He just... Hire real Hitman. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. he died. He died mm-hmm. at the end, yeah. not the beginning. Perfect. Yeah. Mm. You can fuck yourself, Norm Macdonald. And your safe driving yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know he's out of the club. <clears throat> he is. Yeah. yeah. Out of the what? The he's club. Out of the club. What club? The uh, the artist club. The people who aren't in commercials club. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's a Bill Hooks bit where uh, if you're an actor or whatever and you do commercials, you're out of the club. Yeah? Yeah. It's like the dude from Rescue Me. He's out. Uh, Slayer? No, the guy that uh, does a, does like commercials where he's like, I'm a badger and I'm chewing up your living room. Like that guy. I'm kind of okay with those I'm kind of okay with him. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> A, that guy is just awesome. And those commercials are kind of yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad. And uh, he's not playing himself. Oh, ah. so if you're playing yourself in the commercial, I, think so. I'll, I'll, yeah. I don't know if Bill Hicks would okay that like I mean, addendum, but, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, yeah. Like you know, Willie Nelson appearing in a Taco Bell commercial is just Willie Nelson. But he, I, Bill Hicks actually excused him though. Well, sure. <laughs> he did because he owes so much in in back taxes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello, Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, my buddies hurt me <laughs> from all the ass rape the IRS did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes, he got excused. But still, yeah. you know, it's uh yeah, I say if you are in a commercial as yourself, 
then yeah, sure. I'm yeah. not okay with that. No, uh, I'm going to go, yeah. yeah. Or, or if it, uh, you know, because clearly like the, the what, what is that, Allstate? The, the nationwide, I don't remember. State Farm, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. They're all they're all red and they're all the same. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know where he is clearly playing. He, he's a character. He is mm-hmm. mayhem. He's mayhem. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that kind of makes it more artsy. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also like a little bit of a continuity where every time he shows up, he still retains the injuries from his previous uh, commercials. Nice. Oh, does he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, kind of like a okay, like a <clears throat> wily coyote kind of. Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're just so cartoonish and everything. Mm-hmm. He gets an excuse. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like like David Spade doing Capital One commercials or Alec Baldwin, where it doesn't explicitly say that they're Alec Baldwin or whatever, it is. That's not an excuse. No. <laughs> no. They do not get passes. Nope. No. Hmm. Nope, they don't. Hmm. Voiceovers, eh. Eh. Like, Questionable. Cause, yeah, because Dennis yeah. Leary, John Hamm, Fraser Crane... Uh, well then, how about actors that play themselves in every movie they're in, like uh, Morgan Freeman? That's method uh, acting, Jason. That's that method is, acting. Uh, method acting. Yes. That is also not. Uh. That is method acting, though. <laughs> it versus character, like Robert De Niro. De Niro is a method actor, mm-hmm. which is like you, you, your decisions about your performance are based on how you would react to those situations. Whereas people like Gary Oldman are character actors, right, right. and they're portrayals are based like the character decides yeah, okay so like morgan freeman would be method method yeah okay so then most actors then just be method no because <clears throat> i don't know because because maybe it's just i'm thinking of gary oldman uh, versus morgan freeman right and uh, i much prefer seeing gary oldman in things and mm. uh I think I like character actors better. Than I like character actors. I mean, more, it's more fun, depends, and it depends on the, <clears throat> the film. That's true. As well. Like De Niro is one of my favorite people to watch, but he's pretty much always. I hate him in comedies, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I shouldn't say I hate him. Like, yeah, I mean, like other than like Cape Fear and Rocky and Bullwinkle, he's pretty much always Robert De Niro. You know, like he doesn't really do voice, like change his voice or his dialect or anything. Mannerisms. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. Usually, I like character actors better because they're more fun to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the majority of times, or um, stop <laughs> doing whatever the fuck you're doing over there. We're playing footsie. Neasy, actually, Neasy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every time I watch anything, like you know, like like the rare instances, you know, it just seems like it's well, it's just that dude playing a role. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would assume that would be method. Whereas yeah. where I'm like, this is a character fully formed, you know, that is character acting. Yes. And I would say the majority is method, I would guess. I would probably there. agree, yeah. And there's some people that kind of, <clears throat> I would say, maybe do both. Like, Christian Bale is probably both. I would say he's Because he's yeah. like a leading man, but, like, he changes his voice, he changes his mannerisms. I would say he's character. He changes, totally. changes, <clears throat> changes his well, weight. He would say he's method because he becomes totally immersed. But I would definitely... Okay, because I think the actual definition of method is different than what we were talking about. Yeah, I way oversimplified right, it. Right, yeah. right. Uh, because, you know, Christian Bale like, will become totally immersed in his character. And, and lose, lose 200 pounds for the machinist. Right, yeah, and when he's on set, you only call him, you know, uh, you know Bruce Wayne, or, and <laughs> that's bullshit, but uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty bad. I think uh, if you heard that... That was me rolling my eyes. Yeah. Like, that's how hard I rolled my eyes. 
uh, yeah, like I totally think that's uh, just uh, bullshit, and uh, people are just full of themselves if they do that. And Christian Bale just does not seem like a good dude anyway. <laughs> He's kind of a great actor. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Fun to watch. Except for as Batman. <sighs> we had to mention him once in this yeah. episode. <laughs> we had to, no, no, we had to mention your hatred of those Batmans <laughs> once per episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I only say that because he's a great true. Batman. Oh. He's a great Bruce Wayne, mm. but he's not a good Batman. Yeah, I'm, we're, no, I'm not gonna, right. what, right. Were, what were we gonna talk about? <laughs> Just saying. Method acting. Method. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, Adam West as Batman, and, and does Bruce Wayne. Yeah, does Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Pete was good as both. Okay, Mark was there. <laughs> he was at the party. Fairly. <laughs> 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 And then someone uh, someone found George Clooney just wandering around and said, hey, put on this bat suit. <laughs> hey, people think you're handsome right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to play Batman, though? Like, if they asked This anybody. is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I think we talked about that on we the did. last episode. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Uh, but hey. So, one show ended. Mm-hmm. And then another show began. Just this past two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. I'm assuming... I'm thinking of what you're going to bring up. I'm thinking about bringing up, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how the crowd uh, gauges this. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So, Jason has seen one episode. For sure. Oh, did you watch the pilot? I watched the first one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. You and I have seen the second episode. Yes. So. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm fairly aware of your reaction to the show, at least the first episode. the pilot, episode. right. Uh, so so let's just talk about that because it's kind of a big deal right now. It is. Yeah, it's uh, Marvel's first official foray into television mm-hmm. after the massive success of their films. Tier films. one. Tier one. Or actually, I guess we're on tier two already. Yeah, yeah, we are. With uh, Iron Man three and the whatnot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thor: Dark World, as uh, they can't stop telling me <laughs> while watching that I show. No, every time I see that, I think of you. <laughs> <laughs> like a little Whoa. storm cloud over your head. What are they doing? Spoiling it? They're like no, there's five minutes of yeah. Yeah. every episode of that show. I can tell you this, though. Uh, did you watch any trailers? Uh, have you seen any in the I theater? I have seen, yes, in the theater. Yeah. I don't think they're adding a lot of footage yeah, in, so at least there's that. Stuff that I, I yeah. have seen before, so. And, yeah. If I'm watching something else and it happens, and also mm-hmm. the word doesn't seem like something that's going to be fairly spoilery. Right. Yeah, I mean, I know that Loki's in it and, uh, you know, Christopher Eccleston. And, uh, I really like that they are shit. not disclosing a lot about, and I don't know how to pronounce the character's name, Malekith? Malekith? Uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Eccleston's character. Mm. Yeah. I like that they're not... Yeah, they're not even given a clear shot of him no. in the trailers or anything like that, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... But I did watch uh, the second, uh, like the first episode, I watched uh, via means, <laughs> and uh, the second episode I watched uh, uh, via different means. Uh, <laughs> my mom, uh, I go to my parents' house on Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, and we are an NCIS family. Oh, <laughs> so nice. 
the, the previous week we were watching NCIS, the mm-hmm. uh, season premiere of that, because it was uh, Ziva's final episodes. And, I don't know uh, what that means. <laughs> Alright. Mm-hmm. She's a character on that show. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, uh, so we, we did not watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, not that my dad would have any interest in it whatsoever. Right. But my mom did, and so she really? was DVRing it. Interesting. So she DVRed the second episode, and I was still there because I was doing my laundry. She was like, I'm going to watch that. And I said, I will join you. Hmm. So I watched it an hour later. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, fast-forwarding through commercials and watching uh, my parents' neighbors uh, drive circles through their lawn. In a car? In a car. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> wow. We're just sitting in the, uh, the That sounds room. like something that would happen in my neighborhood, not oh, yeah. their neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we were sitting in the living room, and my mom looks out the window, and she's like, what the hell is going on over there? And we both look out, and there are two cars parked in our their neighbor's lawn, in the front lawn. Uh, and the man and the woman are yelling at each other, and the woman gets in her car, which is, again, on the lawn, and instead of just backing out and driving away on the street, she drives an entire circle around the other car in the lawn and then speeds off. Well... And maybe they're having an argument about, like, lawn care or something. <laughs> she was, like, making a point. <laughs> like, you pay too much... You pay more attention to the lawn than you do me. Maybe. They yeah. do work on the lawn a lot over there. Yeah. yeah they're annoying. Huh. <laughs> Detective Jason. <laughs> Super sleuth. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, after that, my mom and I watched uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., second episode. Sweet. Uh, I am not in love with that show. I had a lot of fun during the pilot. Uh-huh. Did not enjoy the second episode as much. Mm-hmm. But I don't have high expectations. Like, I just want to watch it and have fun watching it. That's all I want out of that show. Right. I, well, and for it to not suck. Primarily, I just want it to not suck. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, honestly, but it's kind of sucking. I really like the pilot. I don't hate it. Uh, but I have a lot of problems with it. Yeah. And I will say right off the bat, my, my two positive mm-hmm. things about it are Colson mm-hmm. and Melinda May. <laughs> Love Melinda May. <laughs> Love her. Uh, the, uh, the cavalry. Yeah. Uh, she is the, uh, the, the pilot of the, the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and Coulson is obviously Coulson. Mysterious from, badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, he's great. Uh, like, I've seen him in, you know, so many other things. Or not so many other things, but a couple of other things, and mm-hmm. he's always good whenever mm-hmm. I see him. Like, uh, the new adventures of old Christine, mm-hmm. which I choose to believe is, uh, Coulson's cover story for when he's in, uh, his Love life. it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Just like Robin Scherbatsky is... Uh, Maria, uh, Maria Hills. Hills. Yeah, so, yeah I'm, I'm totally down with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, like... Okay, so basically what it turns out is I like the adult characters in this show. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't like the kids. I, I don't have a problem with Fitzsimmons. I hate them. Yeah. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. I hate them. I hate the science nerds. I hate mm-hmm. the science twins. I hate them. And then the other two. I, eh, just Indifferent. Bland. It's my, I am not a fan of Sky. I don't hate her. She's too faithy. I never liked Faith. I feel like Whedon has a problem with 
needing to have that kind of character mm. in things. Who's Faith? The Mangel? Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's that character like then? I'm not sure. And I don't. I think she was in one episode of Angel, so I can't remember her. She's. Just mysterious. The bad girl. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like she's not a, chip, a lot like. Her yeah, yeah, kinda. She's not identical to Faith, but it's just that that type of character. Snarky. Snarky. Um, but. Blizzamy. No, not Blizzamy. Buffy is. was kind of snarky, but not in the same way that Faith was snarky. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Whedon knows his audience, and he's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of snarky people that like me. And my stuff. I'll put a relatable." And I character. think my dislike of Faith is a very unpopular opinion. Like, I don't think mm. a lot of people dislike Faith as much as I did. So, meh. Yeah, I've never seen an episode of Buffy, uh, and I think she was in one episode of Angel ever. So mm. I don't know her. Mm-hmm. You're not reading the Angel and Faith Dark Horse comic. Not, no. Just like falsely. False swagger, like not good. The, maybe it's the actress, maybe it's the character, but the the swagger is there. But I don't believe it. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not fond of her as a Melinda character. Melinda but... May got swagger. Oh yeah. And I believe that shit. Yeah. That's kind of my got point. The, uh, yeah. the, uh, the the moves and the attitude to back it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sky is, you know, yeah, I just think she is just a blank slate. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I mean... Two episodes. It's two episodes. Well, you know. Everyone's kind of a blank slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but she is the blankest of slates. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that uh, any writing on her would ever come through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I definitely feel that way about, uh, the, uh, the pretty boy agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is... Just as vanilla as vanilla gets. Mm-hmm. I love vanilla ice cream. <laughs> I really do. It's my favorite. I know. It really is. Mm-hmm. That's why you're a sad man. I'm not sad. I like you're a not cherry sad. cordial. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've rediscovered a love of cherry cordial within the past couple of weeks. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm, I'm never sad because no one is ever out of vanilla ice cream. But if you go there and they have 31 flavors, sometimes they only have like 27. And sometimes you see that person go, I know, and the person's like, I just want bubble gum. And they're like, we are out of bubble gum. But I'm like, I'll have vanilla, please. Thank well, you. you know, they don't have bubble gum, but maybe they'll have Superman. <laughs> exactly. Superman. But there's no, there's, there's no, backup. there's no, maybe they'll have vanilla, though. It's always there. <laughs> you can count on vanilla. <laughs> well, that's an apt well, statement for as dude Romero as said, well. There's always vanilla. He made a movie called There's Always Vanilla. Really? Who did? George Romero. After Night of the Living Dead. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah, Nor have I. Comedy. It's a romantic comedy. What? Huh. Yeah. Again, it's, it's one of those situations where I feel like you're improv to try <laughs> to trick me. Yep. Uh, in fact, I believe on my copy of Night of the Living Dead, there is uh, scenes from that movie. Wow. It is not widely seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I've never heard of it. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 the agent guy, I just, he is, he is just bland. Yeah. Just nothing about him appeals to me whatsoever. Like, and like, he's supposed to be the, the badass secret agent with all the, the kick-ass moves, but it's just, it seems so forced. And I'll still give it time, because that's, oh, that's Whedon's strength, is the ragtag team of insert right. noun, plural noun here, but... 
I feel like in Firefly, Buffy, it took me a little while to get into. Well, the... I hated Firefly when I first watched it. Really? Yeah. See, I was invested in the characters from minute one. I will say this about Firefly. While I hated it, I was appealed to all the characters. Huh? Like, like they all had something about them that said, well, if I didn't think this show was so goddamn horrible, mm-hmm. I would probably want to watch more of them because mm-hmm. of the characters. And then eventually I watched all the episodes and... Uh, realized the error of your ways. I realized the yeah. error of my ways because that show was great. Yeah, it and is. Serenity may be one of my favorite movies ever. Nice. It's yeah. pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Norm MacDonald had a weird theory about Serenity. <laughs> no, he did not. Shut the fuck up. Um, we're, uh... No, it's... <laughs> Yeah. Washed, never died. Um, <laughs> he opened a meth lab. Space lab. Space, 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 space meth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did some reavers. <laughs> for control of the territory. I, I feel Agents for of Shield. Reavers put, put, put oh. Shepard Shepherd Book's head on a space <laughs> turtle. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Sorry. It's a bomb. Watch out. You had something to say about it. Just, you know, I I, uh, I, I really liked the first episode. I really liked mm-hmm. it, but it like it's one of those things where I liked it enough to say I really liked it, but I couldn't care less if I ever see another one. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I do, but you I'm say sh- that about almost every single show that you have ever watched. It's true. I'm sure I said that about the first couple of Breaking Bad. Yep. But uh, but uh, but I mean, it's true. Like if I watch more Shield, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But if I don't watch it, I'm sure I won't even remember that I missed it. I found both shows enjoyable, both, mm-hmm. both episodes, mm-hmm. uh, but but an enjoyable mess, uh, and, and more than like I find uh, <clears throat> like like okay uh, my my Teen Wolf obsession because mm. uh, it's fucking yeah. awesome. I can't stop watching it because it's fucking awesome. Uh, but I can't tell you a single thing that I actually like about it. Uh, Other than the fact <laughs> that it's fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> I just told Kathleen last night that Jeff Loeb wrote the original Teen Wolf. Uh-huh. And she was like, what? I had no clue. Oh, yeah. And what was the other one that surprised Commando. me? Commando. Yeah, Commando. Commando. Yeah. Yeah. And Firestorm with uh, Having Long. I've never seen Firestorm. I've, I've never seen that. <laughs> prefer not to ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Teen Wolf show. Like, I watch every episode. I am now on my second run-through of watching that show. <laughs> you don't know how much this pleases me. <laughs> I'm doing that now because my friend Amanda, uh, she was so curious about why I was starting to watch this show, and she wanted to see the first episode, and then we were watching, like, the end of the first season. Uh, just suddenly, you know, 12 hours later. And I still, still can't tell you a single... I can't pinpoint a thing about that show that I like. Styles. <clears throat> nope. I love Styles on that show. Cannot pinpoint a thing. Love him. Agents of Shield. I feel the same way about, but I actually can pinpoint things that I like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I find it enjoyable, and I know, uh, <laughs> you know, continue to watch. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you know, faith in Whedon. That, you know, yeah, totally. Because, you, know, you know, I didn't like Angel when I first started watching it. Right. And I've watched, you know, every season now since. And it's weird because, actually, last week, Jason and I watched an episode of he Angel. He told me that, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was probably the first thing I've seen of Angel in years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I kind of was like, why did I ever like this show? I mean, there are, like, good parts, but 
Yeah. I'm noticing it. We tried to do a Buffy watch. Yeah. But, like... I struggled with the first two seasons because as, as I'd play episodes for him, I'd be like, this is not good. Right. But you kind of need it to right. enjoy right. five, six, and seven. So we right. skipped around a little bit. Little, yeah, but yeah. we still didn't get very far. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Maybe, oh no, you never watched Buffy, never mind. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a character name without looking it up on the internet, so. That's fine. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, you know, like, and obviously, just two episodes in, you know. Yeah, totally. You know, there's still going to be some buildup happening, and then they're still trying to figure out what they're doing. Uh, so, you know, Faith and Whedon, that that it'll all come together and gel and mm-hmm. become something that. And again, I'm not expecting a ton from the show anymore. No. This is you know, in a post Breaking Bad world, this is definitely not going to be taking its place. No, no. <laughs> but you know, I mean, like I do enjoy. I never expected anything. Out of a television show like what I got out of Breaking Bad. Right, right, yeah. Ever. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah. Uh, which fucking reminds me. God damn it. Uh, I was going to text you earlier, but I completely forgot to bring me blank DVDs. Oh, my bad. It's all right. Uh, but anyway. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, like I enjoyed the Marvel, you know, the nods. Mm-hmm, the, like, mm-hmm. the little winks to, to stuff that like, comic nerds get. You know, and I enjoy you know the even the nods that uh, like just the movie fans would get. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's, it's neat that mm-hmm. they're doing this. Uh, like, what was the wink? It wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna go over there to the donut shop on Ditko Way. No, not like that. No, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, Tahiti just, being a magical place. Anyone? Anyone? Oh. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell that is. About. All right, then I'm not gonna talk no, about it. T- no, talk about yeah. it. No, don't want to. No, you have to. Nope, don't want to. You have. To. Don't want to. You have to. Please. Do you think Colson is Colson, or do you think there's something? Oh, he's a life model decoy. Do you think he's a life model decoy? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do they kind of hinted at it in the first one. Yeah. There was like a little I conversation. Mean, it's a Shield thing, like from the get-go, like from the introduction of Shield. Life right. model decoys are part of the lore. Right. So, what else would he be? I think he is too, but I think it's a Doctor Strange illusion. Uh-huh. Or what if the other Coulson in the movie was the life model decoy? Either or. <laughs> <laughs> Either or. Mm-hmm. I'm going with LMD. Yeah, I think he used to. And I decided uh, 11 minutes into the pilot that he was a life model decoy. Yeah, well, that's when they revealed it, basically. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but I'm still thinking yeah, I mean, there's an in- interdimensional portal. Only in Somewhere. Tahiti. Right. I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I, yeah. Is this just one of it's, your theories? No, it's vague memories. It's not something that I looked up and I'm going to sound like an asshole talking about it, but I know it's a Doctor You're Strange. You're on a podcast. It's okay. a Doctor Strange connection. Oh, we should we should uh, call Jeremy Anderson. He's the biggest Doctor Strange fan I know. Ooh, fun. Yeah. We Let's not. But, yeah. You know, yeah. Take that in consideration. Right. <laughs> Fancast Doctor Strange. Go. What? Oh, oh, like for the movie? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Jeez, you, you could... We've done this already once, and I Did we do Doctor I, Strange? Yeah, and mm. I don't think I even came up with an answer. Um, the guy that played Batman well. Ooh. 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 Yeah. And he was in your favorite Batman movie? Uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. He was also in uh, The Bates Motel. Nestor Carbonell, by Nestor the way. Nestor Carbonell, yeah. Yes. Couldn't remember. Susan. <laughs> yeah, he was! 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, he's good. He's, he he's a good actor. Yeah. yeah. He clearly is okay with being a nerdy uh, fanboy. Comic sure. Mm-hmm. Stuff. <clears throat> It'd be. It's, it's an off choice, and then sometimes mm-hmm. I think they kind of need that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I would certainly rather see that than you know, George giant Clinton, celebrity. Right. Yeah. And I, I want a Doctor Strange that's older than me. Oh, At yeah. least my age, preferably older. I don't oh. want a young Doctor Strange. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say we get the original Doctor Strange, Peter Hooten. (laughs) What's he doing? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But only if he brings back the porn stash. Mm, Speaking of porn, we'll have to get into that. Yeah, that's a segue. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. We watch clips of porn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vigo Mortensen, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured you were going to say. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a fine choice, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know that I have an answer. Mm-hmm. I gotta go with the guy that played Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> right, right. Your buddy. Hold on. <laughs> She's conjuring his name. Mm. It'll come to me. Talk about He's, something else. I, I know. Don't, don't. Because I, I, I want to remember it. Okay. Don't. All right. Um, man, Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, definitely someone older. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell Edgier for. I don't even care if we get a black Doctor Strange. Chewy tell Edgier for. He would actually be kind of good, wouldn't he? Would he would be pretty good. Yeah. Who's this? Um, you've seen Children of Men, correct? Yeah. And he... Serenity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The bad guy. Okay. And Serenity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I want every single movie ever made to be remade with him in it. Oh, because he's awesome. Ooh. <laughs> We're going to go for a black actor. I want him to be Black Panther, though. Because he's bigger. That would be kind of awesome, too. Right? Mm-hmm. Although, you know what? No. Actually, I go with Chiwetel uh for Black Panther. Really? Because he is actually African. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think uh, Black Panther should be live. You mean like... True, true. Huh? Yeah. What? Panther. Live? Live. Live. Oh, they said live. Like no. You want to watch it in real time? <laughs> I do. No, uh, or or I, not a corpse playing him. I want to write and direct <laughs> the Black Panther movie. Pardon? I want to write and direct the Black Panther movie. Will it be the Hell's Kitchen storyline? Uh, no. Well, then, no, I can't. I mean, he I comes can't, to America. I can't get behind that. He comes to America. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, you know, like the Is Arsenio of, Hall in it? Uh, no. Yes. There you go. <laughs> If you direct the that movie, is the correct answer. If you direct the movie, and Samuel L. Jackson, and you, play Nick Beard. you have and to. He was also in that other movie. <laughs> you have to cast a bit part for Demario Winston. Okay, all right, yeah. okay. Uh, I was. I forgot. Because yeah. mm. uh, I would do Black Panther as uh, I would do Wakanda as a uh, mm-hmm. you know the world's most technically advanced uh, country as it is supposed to as be. As it is supposed to be, you know, mm-hmm. full of just you know. Buildings and sci-fi, and then almost Blade Runnery, you know, mm-hmm. but bright and sunny, and and, and uh, you know, uh, utopian, and mm-hmm. uh, it is, is the greatest place on earth, and everything is super advanced, and nobody lives in grass huts or wears loincloths. Right? Yeah. Because that's fucking retarded. It's Jack fucking Kirby. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Tis. It's visually stimulating. The, mm, the, no. the juxtaposition. It's visually distracting. Uh, yep. <laughs> 
Anyway. Yeah. It's about to rain, right? It's been about to rain since... It's got a little atmospheric in here. Oh, yeah. It's been atmospheric. Plus your uh, your screensaver oh, went yeah. off. Mm. Right. I'm going to look at the picture of a cat again. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Marvel's Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm good, still going to continue to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Tuesday nights are going to be a lot of fun for me because S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to be on at 8 and Supernatural's going to be on at 9. So there you go. Tuesday nights are fun. I don't know if I'll watch it every Tuesday, but I'll watch it uh, at some point in the week. Mm-hmm. Depending on how much laundry I have to do. <laughs> right. Decides that she wants to watch that or The Voice instead. Uh, the other shitty things that she DVRs constantly. Uh, all I know is that I hope it's S.H.I.E.L.D. because man, does NCIS LA suck. Really? It's is that the terrible. one with LL Cool J? LL Cool J. And, and uh, Robin? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Uh... Kind of played Robin in Batman Forever. Uh, uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yes. <laughs> Have you thought of Booger's name yet? No. Curtis. 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 Mayfield. No. <laughs> Johnson? Is it a regular last name? It's a regular last name. Baker? Smith? No. Jones. No. No. No, I'm not. I'm not giving up yet. All right, all okay. right. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and like break. No, yeah, right. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll do some talking. You watched any other new shows? Uh, I have not. Hmm. I watched the first ten minutes of Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Uh, are you going to watch it? No. So it's okay if I throw out a giant spoiler. I don't particularly care. Okay. Uh, turn the volume down for like mm, twenty seconds, if. You plan on watching Sleepy Hollow. I watched it because Clancy Brown is in it. Right. And he died in the um, teaser. Like the pre-credit teaser uh-huh. of the first episode. So I was like, yeah, I'm not interested in this anymore. But I've had both episodes on like kind of as back groin. Back, back groin? <laughs> <laughs> Background noise. Um, and... A lot of the other writers on the website really, really enjoy it. I've not heard anything bad about yeah. the show yet. So I might watch it on demand and maybe watch it. But uh, I still just have zero interest in it. Yeah. Just everything that I've seen. I even watched like five minutes of it uh, when I got home mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And uh, yeah, it just didn't seem like anything I want to dedicate any amount of time to. Yeah. I'm going to give the Dracula show a try when it premieres. I may do that as well. And yes, I will be watching American Horror Story. That's a shame. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of dreading it. It's going to be terrible. I don't know how I'm going to try and write a review for another 13 episodes that aren't just a video of me doing this. <sighs> oh, did you get asked to, to do the review? So, okay. And you didn't just say no? No. Can't you just say no? Is it? I mean, is, I could have. Is Big Shiny Robot such a fascist state? It is not. I could have. Uh, in all fairness, I, I could have. But what if somebody else like liked it and gave it good reviews? I can't allow that to happen. That's <laughs> what common sections are about. <laughs> right? you're, saving, you're saving someone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not really looking 
to see any of this season's new shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, just everything looks same old, same old, or trying to be something else. Uh, you know, like, like I know my mom really likes the blacklist. Really? <laughs> yeah. And hostages, uh, hostages, hostages. Yeah, she she's a fan of those two shows. I mean, if those were movies, I would rent them. Sure, yeah. but I'm I don't I have zero interest in watching that every week, no, and no. I don't know why. Like, just like, eh. Yeah, but like even returning shows, I'm not interested. Like I'm watching, Walking Dead is coming out soon. I was just telling him last night. This is my experience with every single episode of The Walking Dead. Uh, what's it on at nine? Right, it comes on at nine. From, I watch it via means. <laughs> right, from it's on whenever I want, to, <laughs> up to a day later. Yeah. <laughs> from nine p.m. to nine fifty-three, I'm really bored, and then from nine fifty-three to ten, I'm like, "Holy shit! I gotta watch it next week." Rinse and repeat. <laughs> so I'm like not excited about it. I'm totally gonna watch it, but. I, you know, a lot of people really hated the the, the last season. Really? Uh, yeah. Really. Yeah, and I think we talked about it. If on you, the I don't know. We talked about. I haven't like, seen it. Yeah. But but uh, you know, yeah, the, the just internet scuttlebutt. Huh. You know, just uh, seemed to really hate uh, everything that happened in season three. <laughs> um, and I didn't. Nor did I. I enjoyed all yeah. the season. Uh, like like everything that they did, mm-hmm. I was totally fine. Uh, mm-hmm. but yet, like, season four is coming, and I should normally be, like, super excited and mm-hmm. ready for it, and I'm just not at no. all, like, I I think I will actively not watch the show. Really? Yeah. I'll watch it. Because uh, I like to sit on my couch and do nothing on Sunday nights, so I'll watch it. I like to sit on my couch and do nothing either, but, you know, there's a whole world of Netflix out there that I haven't <laughs> seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> there are. Sixty-three years of television history to explore. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll decide that uh, I should really watch Adam Twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe is Manimal streaming yet? I don't believe it Criminal. is. Criminal. But I also, you know, some things just don't show up on the Netflix uh, app on on the PlayStation. You know, frustrating. So yeah, like like I didn't know that. Uh, 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 there was some show. Uh, well, you know, I was watching Battlestar Galactica. Uh, but I had to actually go searching to see if they had the original Battlestar Galactica on Interesting. Yeah. Mine is always trying to get me to watch the original. Mm. You, sh- you should uh, go back and refamiliarize yourself with the entire series of The Equalizer, because they're going to make a film next right. year of The yeah. Equalizer. Really? Starring Denzel Washington. <gasps> that's, what, that's what I heard. I thought I heard it. I could have sworn I heard it was Idris Elba. But... Really? Yeah. Which hold I on, hold on. <laughs> I could be wrong. What if it's both? Do- Doogie was the one that told me about it, so yeah. he might he might be, might be misinformed. He does drink illegal black market pasteurized <laughs> um, milk, and yeah. he sleeps in a bivouac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish he would have been there last. I, I didn't tell you this. I don't think. Uh, I wish he would have been sleeping in a bivouac in my yard Tuesday night because uh, Wednesday morning at like five o'clock in the morning. I, uh, Uma, our dog, uh, my dog, she woke me up, um, to let me know that someone was, uh, trying to break in my car. And, or, they didn't break in because my doors were unlocked, right. but someone had got in my car and, like, went through my glove box and pulled everything out and, 
and like tried to you know like they saw there's nothing there and they tried to leave and they accidentally knocked somehow knocked the uh, front gate on the driveway off of the hinge and it like fell over and i guess that woke up my dog so so someone we have is like whole frame through my car luckily bizarrely they didn't take anything like i had some change and some screwdrivers and yeah, a sketchbook with my art in it, which is weird that they didn't take that. It is. Yeah, that, it could, is. that could be on eBay right now. Uh-huh. Um, but Maybe no, that, it was the four copies of Steel Magnolias that you had in the back seat that scared them off. I gave those back It was three copies of Steel Magnolias. It was Steel Magnolias, Practical Magic, and A League of Their Own. So three copies of <laughs> yeah, Steel Magnolias. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, but that was weird. But, was uh, weird. but I was like, I wonder what would have happened if they would have like been... Sneaking into my car and looked over and like ten feet away, they heard Doogie snoring in his bivouac. <laughs> or better yet, seen his little mountain man head poking yeah. out of it. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, you need to have him move back in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, is that why you were outside of your house when I drove by your house on Tuesday night? No, I never see you. This was one. This is Wednesday morning. Yeah, I got the email. You said yeah. you're listening to Anthrax really loud. Or yeah, something. I had it cranked up. My windows were down. I drove past, and you were doing something in front of your house. Huh? And I, like, yeah, I pass your house every single day, and I've never seen any activity there. Right. I'm, I'm usually inside drawing right. comics. Was I? Was the dog out there with me? Uh, no. You were. You were working on something. Oh, uh, maybe I was. Uh, maybe I was trying to get the the gate like fixed right or something. Uh, yeah, because it was. Like, it was, like, popped off a hinge, and uh, um, I actually called the police when it happened, because it happened, like, five minutes after I woke up, or before I woke up, so I called the police just in case, like, they were still roaming around the neighborhood doing it to somebody else's car. Right. Um, and he came, he was really cool, and he tried to, he, like, helped me prop the the, the gate back up, because it was, like, laying flat on the driveway, and, uh, which I, I was surprised, you know, like, in any, I mean, he had patrolled the neighborhood first, and he came to help me. And then, uh, but yeah, the next day it was still a little off and like it was loose, so I was trying to fix it. That's probably what I was doing. Something is happening with Kathleen. I'm still trying to think of Booger's last name. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Jason planted Mayfield in there and now it won't get out. Uh, So, uh, we'll talk about uh, Harley Quinn for a minute. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, I really don't. Okay. No offense, but it's, like, it's gross, and I don't want to give it any publicity, even to the seven people that listen to our podcast. If you guys want to talk about it on your podcast, like, that's where it should be done. Well, that's not going to happen, because we we are focused, like, lasers. Oh, yeah. We are, like, Badger and Skinny Pete with laser pointers. Yep. Nice. We, uh, you know, we we have our topic. Right. We talk about that topic and you do not dive dive diverge no we're not discursive we are not discursive nice uh whereas this show is just an anything goes atmosphere we meander we do some meandering yeah so yeah just google harley quinn so you're opposed vehemently okay i think it's retarded that's it's dumb and jason doesn't use that word very often right So that that should give that statement some mm. some weight. I'm still buying that issue. Shame on you. Because it'll be worth money. Huh? Because it'll be worth money. Well, there's that. And also, uh, you know, I mean, a hot new artist is going to be drawing that page. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, but no, I, you know, it's uh, Amanda Connor and uh, Jimmy Palmiotti. I kind of like both of them. 
<laughs> Does it start with an R? Curtis R or something. <laughs> All right. Well, kind of. Armstrong, hit me. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah. Anything else happening in the world of comics? Uh, Ministry has a comic coming out? Yeah. I heard about yeah. that. Well, Al Jorgens. So. Al Jorgens. He is Ministry, yeah. for the most part. Has been for He, the photo that I saw... I don't know how recent that photo was, but he looks like toothless. Like if if he had bids and a mullet, he would fit in Xenia. But instead, he has like dreads and fucking leather and right. shit. So right. he still kind of looks cool. But dude's looking <clears throat> scary. Well, he's old as well. Let's think about that. He's got to be in his fifties by this point, right? Yeah, late forties. I, maybe 50s, but still, when you're in your 50s, you ain't scary looking. Well, he's also, you know... Done enough mushrooms uh-huh. to kill a horse. And heroin. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Killing a horse, yeah. yeah. True, true, true. Fair, fair. Uh, and also, he hasn't made a good album since Filth Pig. Oh, mm. I disagree. <laughs> Which one? I, You know, I honestly don't know the name of it. I got it from the library. It was a ministry album. And Is it a, W? No, no, it wasn't that one. It was before that one. It was it animosity. No, it wasn't that one. I didn't like that one. It was between those. It was like, was it animosity or something I think like that's that? That's the title of one of his albums. Yeah. Mm. One of them is really good. Like I was listening to it just a couple nights ago. Honestly, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like it's it's like it sounds a lot more like the heavy, crazy ministry. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like like the harder songs on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was really good. Mind is a terrible thing to taste. My favorite. Maybe maybe record. it wasn't animosity. I don't know. Yeah, it's an awesome one. That's my favorite. Land of Rape and Honey. Yeah. It's an awesome. Uh, I like four of their albums. Land of Rape and Honey, Minus Kill Thing, Taste, Psalm 69, and Filth Pig. Those are the best four, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And even Filth Pig has songs on it that I can't stand to listen to. I don't know that it's an animosity one, but I might look them up. It's either, it's something between W and Dark Side of Spoon, though. Anyway. But his comic sounds awesome, right? <laughs> it's about a super-powered Al Jorgensen. <laughs> Who gains power from every one of his albums. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the very first thing I thought of when I saw that article, and they had arts, and I don't know if that's supposed to be representative of what the art will look like, but it was terrible. But the very first thing I saw or I thought of was the uh, Insane Clown Posse comic from uh, the late 90s. <laughs> chaos Comics. Yeah. It does feel like a Chaos comic. Oh, yeah. Who's who's publishing? Uh, they I are, didn't read. They haven't announced it oh, yet, okay. but uh, the artist has a uh, history with IDW, so hmm. I'm guessing that. I know they said, I forget the artist's name, but it, they said he did a lot of, he sent a lot of album covers. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he did any ministry. I or think not. he did do at least the most recent ministry okay. cover, maybe. Huh. Uh, but... You know, uh, he has also done like 30 Days of Night and, you know, various IDW things. Huh. Um, but, yeah, the, the, just, like, I remember when the, the ICP comic came out and people fucking loved that shit. Oh, yeah, we sold a ton of them at Mavericks. Because yeah, uh, that came out when I was working at Mavericks. Yeah. And that was like Pokemon time. Right. And, uh, so, like, any time that anybody actually asked about a comic was like, you know, something that stood out to me. And 90% of the time, it was always people oh, asking yeah. for the ICP comic. It was huge. Yeah. Well, they, they, they were really smart. They, they put like a they, single. Yeah, they were 
polybagged with a, a single. I feel like we sold those at the record store. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. When I worked people there. were still, like, even, like, this Years year. Years later, yeah. This year when I was working at Mavericks, people would come in and ask for them, and we were like, we don't have any more. I mean, they're gone. Yeah. I went to uh, a comic shop before uh, we all got together here today. And uh, they had a, an ICB a copy of uh, issue number one sitting up on the wall. Wow. Could you see the price tag? Uh, it was like $9. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm alright with that. Because <laughs> it's 20 years old. Right, yeah. yeah. 10, 12. Yeah. It was 90s, 98. 99. Yeah. yeah. 13, 14 years. 13 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would, I'd be right around the time I was working at the store. <laughs> but, yeah, like... You know, I mean, and that's not even the first time that, like, a band has tried to make a comic based on themselves. And Psycho Circus! <laughs> but, I mean, doesn't that all just seem terrible? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the uh, revolutionary comics, rock and roll comics. Those are awesome. I did really like The Last Temptation of uh, oh, yeah. Alice. Michael Zuli and Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Yeah, I never read that one. It's really good. I recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's just good as a story, and it's got beautiful art. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, like most of the other rock comics that I ever see are just uh, the shittiest artists mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, and uh, Archie makes kids. That was great, too. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's another one I actually legitimately liked, but I don't think there was. Like, the Guar comics were good. Right. They weren't great. Well, um, they're a comic band, though. The the art was amazing, but right. like the, sometimes the stories are just kind of like, man, this is like, uh, I mean, I mean, like it's not like some brilliant story and pacing. They were just trying to be funny and weird, but even sometimes it was just like, eh, it's not really funny. Right. But, right. Anything else happening pop culture wise we should talk about? Possible casting spoilers for Age of Ultron. Yeah, uh, there's still nothing. Not official, excited though. about either one that yet. No, right. they, they announced two. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen as uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch and Aaron Johnson as Quicksilver. And I don't know who that is. He is Kickass. Really? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, um, <clears throat> I. Uh, hmm. I don't know how I feel about Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. I've never seen her in anything. I've seen only one thing with her, and mm-hmm. she is great in it. Is it Marcy, Mercy, May, Magdalene, yeah. Mary? <laughs> Martha, Marcy, Morocco. I, I want to see that because John John Hawks is in it, and yeah. she, she is in the Fart and Snare Drum Club. That was a, that was good, and yeah, like she was great. She in that is movie. great in that movie. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that makes her the Scarlet Witch or not, mm-hmm. but she is really good in that movie. Uh, she's, she's definitely of the three Olsen sisters that apparently are floating around and existing. Has all the acting talent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The other two can just do this. Ready? <laughs> Sorry. That's great radio. <laughs> and uh, Aaron Johnson, the only thing I've ever seen him in are the two kick-ass movies, one of which was great. And the other, which is not, and he is not great in either. Isn't he pretty young? I mean, Quicksilver's like a white-haired man, right? Oh, I mean, he, he's a teenager uh, in the uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Is he? Uh-huh. Just that uh-huh. white hair. Oh, uh-huh. uh, okay. Uh-huh. I thought he was just older. He did that John Lennon movie, which I have not seen, so I don't know why I bring it up. All right. I can't imagine what that was called. That John Lennon. I don't even like you. <laughs> <laughs> 
just got that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was just kidding about no, that, Tyler. Like no, I'm just I have to do this with him again today. <laughs> and tomorrow. And tomorrow. <laughs> nice. We Excellent. Murder each other. Yeah. <laughs> At least we'll have uh, Bra- Brassfield the Buffers. Sure. Tonight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Culture. I mean, uh, anything else? Anything else happening? That's pretty uh, much all I got. There was a Godzilla trailer that was just released. Oh, really? I haven't seen that because I don't watch trailers. An American Godzilla? Yes. Yeah, I'm a little. I maybe I'm getting like way too sensitive in my old age, but it was a little the the one that I saw had um, Oppenheimer. His super famous speech right. when he was interviewed after the bomb was dropped. Like, that was the... Voiceover. This, yeah, to this huh. Godzilla movie, and I was like, that's kind of fucked up. It's also on the nose that was what the original, the original yeah. was. Yeah. It was Japanese response to... Yeah. Or, like, creative response to, to you know having the bomb dropped on them. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, I'm glad I brought it up then. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, I think that's what Godzilla was supposed to represent at, yeah. the, at the initial. And then they were like, well, let's have him fight Power Rangers. Right, yeah. You know? Huh. <laughs> is it still, like, is it cool for an American to do that, though? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I it depends know. on what the storyline is. Yeah. Know. Weird. Uh, anyway, mean, sorry. Know, I mean, yeah. It, you know, unless the whole thing is just about the, the horrors of, you know, atomic weaponry and right. you know, the, the repercussions of it and whatever. Oh, but man. at the same time, you know, I just kind of want to see a big monster song. Right, yeah. You, you know, that, that reminds me, like, I forget what state it was. I'm thinking, for some reason, I'm thinking Connecticut or, I don't know. But I, there was an article uh, about, and this was like on Yahoo News last week, about um, the, the U.S. government accidentally uh, dropped an atomic bomb like in america but um like there was like some sort of safety you know thing that didn't didn't let it explode you know explode um like i don't know if it actually fell out of the plane but basically uh it was it was almost dropped and exploded in america just after nagasaki um and they like finally released information because like it was like a a lot of people yeah a lot of people knew about it and there was a rumor circulating but um i can't remember i honestly can't remember if the actual bomb fell but it was like you know somehow not exploded like if it was in the <laughs> water got this great image of like a kid in uniform doing the the bumbling <laughs> oh i got it i got it yeah oh, I, don't I don't got, got it. it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like that is just fucking terrifying pretty much yeah, yeah. Because they're just flying back, you know. Right. And bringing it back. Oops. <laughs> Hot <bad>. potato. <laughs> well, you know, man. We see now. Japan's fine. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. totally fine. They got over that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we get along. You know, yeah. they only make the most fucked up uh, television and movies and cartoons. Woo! And yeah, they do. in the world. <laughs> Not I told I, I told my either. I told my office mate what Bukaki was this week. <laughs> How did that come up? Uh, I'll tell you off 
Uh, <laughs> does that have Mike, anything to do with you guys watching porn? It does not. She was, she was like, I had this crazy party this weekend, and she described it. You're like, oh, Bagagi! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll go with, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I invented it. You're like, nope. Japanese people. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, we we watched porn. So oh yeah, we did. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. We watched uh, after porn. Life after porn. Life oh, after I've porn. Seen that. Yeah. yeah, I recommended it to you. Did you? Yeah. Oh. And he was like, I really want to see that. I don't even remember. And that was like seven, eight months ago. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> if a week goes by, it's gone. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. It, it was. was. It was, it was right. informative. Um, I thought it was well balanced. Yeah. Like, both sides of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies' boobs, both sides. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, it did kind of crack me up that they did show some pretty hardcore scenes, oh, but yeah. nary a penis in the whole thing, which makes me laugh. Really? Yeah, there are no penises. I mean, other oh. than the ones that that guy put on all his action figures. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that made up for all the rest of it. Yeah. I can't remember that part, but whatever. Yeah. Because uh, I know I watched that, and I watched uh, uh, Inside Deep Throat, like, within the same day, I think. You, know? mm-hmm. you were just feeling porny. Yeah, I was just, you know. Well, I'm curious about some, Inside uh, Deep Throat. Is that depressing? Uh, it's a little depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I don't think anything where you're, you're, you're going to... Scarred. Well, we stopped this, like, right before we were just, like, getting tired. We are like, oh, let's go to bed. And I was like... I, we were kind of, it was kind of deflating. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, we should at least watch an episode of Futurama or something. But so we watched Archer. We watched Archer. <laughs> nice. That was a good, it was like, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a good segue. So, I mean, did you finish watching the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah it was, I'd say it was more, like, it did balance itself, but towards the end there, it crumbled a little bit more into the, like, yeah, this is fucked up for yeah, most, yeah. most everybody. Yeah. Especially like when they do the the where are they now? Is yeah, they return to porn. Yeah, like yeah. one of the one of the most like the ones that you're like, oh yeah, she's doing great. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, actually, yeah, her and maybe even her husband are doing porn now. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, yikes. But it didn't say she relapsed, so I don't necessarily know <clears throat> that that was a an unhappy. Like, she was always like, I had porn, I made a lot of money, I was with a good company, it was cool. My problem was that I was a drug addict. Right. And it wasn't a good environment for me. But the other one, it said she did develop an alcohol problem, but this one, it just said she went back to porn. Not that she... But but since she said, like, that wasn't a good environment for me as an addict, I'm thinking... she's back in that environment. Right. That's what I'm thinking. But it's like Jesse at the end of Breaking Bad. Exactly. We just don't know what's going to happen now. Exactly. But it can't be good. He's doing porn now? <laughs> He's doing porn and addicted to meth again. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, at least he's working. Yeah. yeah. Supporting the economy. Yeah. He's got yeah. a good porn name, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> wow. He does. <laughs> that's <pretty> good. Uh, <laughs> Oh, speaking of Breaking Bad, how about the uh, Colombian remake that's happening? I haven't watched the clips. <laughs> I haven't either. I've never heard of it. Actually, no, I did it, but I did without sound. Uh, I want to watch it without subtitles. Yeah. Like, I want to watch the show without right. subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Colombian television company is producing a Breaking Bad remake called Man. Metastasis, something like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Walter Blanco 
and Jesus. Uh, I don't know what the last name would be. Wow. But it's like they're just redoing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, everything that I saw. Even the, the stills, like yeah, the promo stills. They are pretty much remaking that show exactly. Are they allowed to do that? I'm sure yeah, they paid for the rights to do so. Yeah. Wow. But, like, the guy, he looks like a Latino Cranston. Brian Cranston. He's got the mustache. The only thing is, uh, looks like he's wearing a wig. You think? I think. Hmm. I think uh, the actor may be balding and uh, already shaved his head or whatever. And then, like, oh. for the first couple episodes, he was wearing a wig, I think. Because it doesn't match the color of his mustache at all, and it's not just like a interesting grain kind of thing. Yeah, right. That's funny. Hmm. <laughs> Walter Blanco. Walter Blanco. It, it could be interesting because Colombia does have a high you know, drug trade thing going on, and, and I mean they could go in a completely different direction. But the promo thing just looks exactly like the right. mm-hmm. episode of, of Breaking Bad. Why wouldn't they just translate and air it? Yeah. Right, I mean, like I say that all the time about you know like foreign movies. You know when they bring them, they remake them here. It's like why bother? I can read. I can you know turn on my subtitles. Well, I can't. Other countries do the same for again. I think they do for most. Of I think it. they really do. do. You know, but you know, like why this? You know, when, when it, maybe or, it is because they're going to adapt it. It could to, be. Yeah. 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 Change things. Right. Maybe that's not very big over there. Cocaine. Cocaine, Cocaine yeah. is probably the thing. Yeah. yeah. But then. You need a chemistry teacher, right? I mean, I'm sure there's some chemistry involved, but not as involved as as cooking meth. No, right. there's I mean, chemistry involved the in turning around, cocaine into crack. Well, sure, there's that. Yeah, but you know, I'm just saying. So that I've been told the people who live in this neighborhood can, you know, cook <laughs> meth uh, and get rid so, bottles. And yeah, so I mean, it's obviously and fabric, <laughs> right? Yeah. So obviously, it's a thing that any of us could learn. Mm. Hey guys, let's start cooking meth. <laughs> I call Heisenberg. All right. Suck it, bitches. Aww, <laughs> I want to be Skinny Pete. I've always wanted to learn how to play. I'll be piano. Badger. You're Piano Pete. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. be Badger. Yeah, cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, one last thing, I guess, because I can't think of anything else to really talk about. I went to uh, McDonald's the other day, and the kid at the drive-thru was wearing a Heisenberg wristband. Interesting. Like one of those, like, live. Kind of like kind it, of? like it was really thick. Uh, okay. It was white. And it had Heisenberg printed on it. And I went and I looked online, and they are for sale. And they have, like, that little, like, sketch of Heisenberg <laughs> right. you know, throughout the show, like, like on the other side of it. Huh. Yeah. And I was like, why? Why is that a thing? Right. Yeah, that's my only concern about the show is that I feel like a lot of people watched it for the wrong reasons. Oh, like, yeah. a lot of people watched the movie Scarface. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh. If that you know? happens to this show. That would suck. Yeah. That would suck. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't but it, want this show to get ruined by But, it, but by at that. least at least Walt, Walter White was never like Tony Montana, where it, like he had like everything, and like everything was bitches and right, guns. Right, yeah. true, true, true. You know, it was like, he was just some old dude throwing right. pizzas on his roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In his tidy whities <laughs> Right. Yeah, he's not as like romanticized. True, so. that's true. Yeah. But still, like, like even, suck. Yeah, that would even suck. a little, that would... Uh, like a Heisenberg belt buckle and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. A bong. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, we, we went through this whole episode of Time Not Breaking Bad and we barely ever brought up Hank. Or, or you know, just... Hey, Sack Schrader? Hank Schrader. And just, 
Dean Norris, you know, like just how good was that guy too oh, on top yeah. of it all? He was amazing. Yeah. Especially yeah. like like I, I kinda of told this to Joe, you know, or wrote it on my my, my forum, whatever. My internets. <laughs> and uh, it's like because, you know, even though like throughout the show we're we're involved with Walt and seeing his his, you know, fall and, and, and you know, becoming a terrible person and all that, like when that sort of happens it also definitely becomes Jesse and Hank's story just mm-hmm. as much as it does. Oh, absolutely, was. yeah. You know, it's about them and then, you know, well, you know, especially because like, in the first season or season and a half even, like, Hank is kind of a joke. Oh, he's a douchebag. Right. And, and I mean, and, and, you know, Dean Norris plays him off as just sort of goofy and he is mm-hmm. kind of a comic relief, but then, like, like when Danny Trejo's head is on a turtle, <laughs> like, I think that's his turning point mm. where, where he becomes... The Hank that is gonna catch, you know, Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't he sort of inspire Walter because he's the one that tells him about the meth? Well, like, yeah, all, everything. He takes him on the ride along, and you know. but I mean, I'm, I mean, I think on like the first episode, oh yeah, where yeah. they're like watching the mm-hmm. the bust or whatever. Yeah, like he's the one that kind of plants the seed in Walter's head. Right. Yeah. But but still, he's a joke character. Right. Right. At that point, still. Yeah. You know, and yeah, he's the catalyst for that sort of. You know, but. Uh, and, and he did a great job. Oh yeah, he was awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say he's the the hardest member of the cast to draw. Speaking from experience, nice. Because <laughs> I drew twelve uh, different portraits and sold them on eBay. And uh, did you sell them? I did sell them to, to Brian John Mitchell. To Jeremy Anderson, he outbid Brian John Mitchell. What? Yeah. Bidding yeah. war. Nice. And uh, but I drew, I'd say like eight versions of Hank, and I threw away the first seven. Cause, wow. Because like, yeah. I just couldn't. And I, like even the last one, I was like. Ah, whatever, that works. I couldn't get him the way I wanted him. He's kind of like a thing kind of drawing to me, mm. I would guess, where he looks like he might be fun and simple to draw, mm-hmm. but it's deceptively simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because he's got some weird thing with his eye, and like it, his mouth needs to be a little open. He's always kind of like right. hanging with his mouth he's open. He's got a lot of character in his face, but yeah. it's hard to nail down what that character is. Right. Unless he has a giant vagina on it. <laughs> You didn't see that episode? What? Total uh, Recall. Dean Norris plays the guy in Total Recall with the giant vagina thingy <sighs> on his face. I haven't seen Total Recall since I was a teenager. Okay. So. He's, he's bald. Yeah. Has a vagina. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He looks like a vagina. Yeah. I told Eric, I was like, it might be the same exact spot where his head gets blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Vagina marks the spot. Okay. Yeah. That's what I always say. But I think he was also in like three other Paul Verhoeven movies. Huh. He was in Starship, Tro- Starship Troopers for sure, uh, for like five minutes total. But, huh. Yeah. Cool. And I think I've seen him in like a hundred other movies while he's playing like the leader of a SWAT team. Yeah. I yeah. Saw, I saw him playing a, uh, uh, I think it was a DEA agent in a Ice T movie on Bounce Channel. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So it's good. Uh, he's he's uh, out there now. Yeah. yeah. Well known, uh, even though he's apparently in a show that I'm never, ever, ever, ever going to watch. Under the dome. Yeah. But it is good to see the rest of the cast also getting work. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Anna Gunn in a uh, new thing. Oh, yeah. Because uh, she's also pretty to look at. You know watch Jesse Pinkman's video game movie? I'm not going to watch that. I'll so wait for him to do something. Aaron, uh, Aaron what's his name? Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul. 
It's weird because I've only ever seen him in one other thing and I didn't like that either. The Price is Right? No. Last House on the Left? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? One cast member I could give a fuck about. R.J. Mitty. Who's that? Walt Jr. R.J. Oh, Mitty's yeah. not going to probably have a long career. No. He was really good. He was. He was. was. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was really good. Mm. There's... Uh, I was not a fan of his at all. Really? The entire really? Yeah. yeah, I had no no beef. Like, even at the end, when he finally does something other than just uh, eat or wonder where his, when he's going to get a car or go to his, Why his mom's house. being a bitch. Right. Uh, like, even then, like, when, when he finds out. Because, honestly, like, this entire season, like, I just kept thinking to myself, what's going to happen to Walt, when he, Walt Jr. when he finds out? You know, and mm-hmm. then it happened, and I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. What would you expect him to do? I don't know. I expected some giant emotional like thing. You know, I expected it to be. I expected my heart to be fucking shattered. Okay, because mm-hmm. he looks up to Walt so much like, throughout the whole show. Like he killed himself or something like that, or well, no. But you what know, is just... wrong with you? <laughs> well, that's heart shattered. That's heart ripping. <laughs> never know. I never expected that. But yeah, you know, just, just like, like just a massive like emotional thing, right? You know, and like it just him telling his daddy's an asshole, and that's it. Right. I mean, it was not good. Well, that's heartbreaking, right? Not the way he portrayed it, mm-hmm. and also the way he found out was also kind of shitty. But. I fucking hated Marie. Oh yeah, she was always on the fence, like. She's the the requisite bitch of the show, but that episode I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, yeah. You self bleh, hate you. You're a terrible sister. There's another thing that I kind of feel bad about, like within the show, is that uh, that Walt is getting blamed for Hank's death, and Walt is responsible for Hank's death, but he did not pull the trigger. And he, in fact, tried to stop. Tried to stop it. Right. Tried to save Hank, but but is always going to be thought of as killing Hank. Mm-hmm. And I think that bothers me a little bit. You know, just about like what the other characters in relation to mm-hmm. all of that think. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that he never gets his chance to explain what happens. Even in the end, when he talks to you know, Skyler. Skyler, like he doesn't even fully right. explain what happened. Like you know, just mm-hmm. Hank's dead. Yeah, but again, at that point, it's six months, a year later, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's just another part of the whole Fallout thing, though. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just a one more fucked up thing. Right. Yeah. And again, Walt's fault, totally, you know, just by being in that situation. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, yeah, still at the same yeah. time. There's, I feel like there's something there that he could have, you know, been redeemed for. If, if, yeah. You know, yeah. Mm. But it, but it, but don't you think if everyone did learn that it wasn't his fault, like maybe there would be a little too much, like oh well, okay, well at least he oh he tried to save him. Oh no, I no. think people's reactions would still be the same. Right? Yeah, because because it's it's still his fault. Right. Yeah, you know, he just didn't have his hand on the gun. Right. Yeah, you know? I just wonder if but he loaded the gun. I wonder if that's where they're coming from. Those like you know they didn't want to give any they didn't want to give an inch as far as like right. people starting to feel sympathy for him or or, or like yeah. you know forgive him or atonement or whatever. Right. Again, I don't think anyone would forgive him for that. Because, right. You know, Hank wouldn't be dead if it wasn't for Walt. Maybe yeah. it would be even worse because Walter couldn't quell right. what he started. 
Right. Like, he didn't even have that much power. Right. So, yeah. Alright. I think we should, uh, quit. I agree. The end of the show forever. I have to pee again. Mm. The end of the show forever. Thanks for a good year. <laughs> thanks so. for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, we'll be back next month, as, as normal. And uh, hopefully uh, something will happen that we can talk about, other than <laughs> our favorite show ending forever. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It was no moonlighting. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's no night I court. will agree with that, yeah. actually. Yeah. It was not moonlighting. <laughs> it's no night court. No. Yep. Nothing will ever be night court. Nothing will ever be night court. I love that show. Mm-hmm. It's a good show. All right, then. Yeah. Sorry. Later, turds. <laughs> Sorry for everything that happened. <laughs> <laughs>